listening to the smooth sound of RPGMP3.com. Dungeon on. Listening to this on the podcast at RPG MP3, I just have to say tonight we decide to play chill, and what happens? We get a big thunderstorm, <laughs> so it's windy, there's lightning, thunder, and rain lashing at the windows. What could be more perfect? So, and when you have your A team, <laughs> right? We have playing. the core tonight. <laughs> it really is a perfect night for chill. Yeah, it is. <laughs> You can hear the rain, and it's like, oh, this is nice. This is an omen. Saying that you should run chill from this. Run chill. Every time it storms. Hey, we're a, you know, we're a fall. We're, we're getting in a touch early, but we're... You we're know, we are, this group, we're a fall. I mean, really us, or the group has always been better at horror games. Yeah. It seems like we react better to the horror-style games. Yeah. And they're definitely better with small group. No doubt about it. Well, there's more chance for... Well, there's more... Resources for ambiance and things too. All right, so we are playing. Uh, we're playing Chill, set in 1982. You should be received. I got them. It's neat. It was early early October 1982. Not middle of September. <laughs> no, it's not the middle of September. It is early October. Okay, writing notes is difficult. That's okay. We begin the game, and I'll, I'll I'll describe this a bit cinematically. But st- we start the game with a scene of a dark forest, tall, dark pine trees, fir trees at night, mist in the treetops. Camera pans down to a old, rundown mobile home. Gravel driveway runs up to it. Behind it are the dark woods. The porch light is on, cast this cone of grayish illumination in the fog. And you see this woman trundling out of the front door, down her wooden deck steps, dressed in a long, pastel, flowered-colored housecoat. Her stringy hair is kind of pulled back. She's a very large woman. She comes down her steps. She looks one way into the gloom, looks the other way into the gloom, and says, Maggie! Maggie, where are you? You get back here. In the distance, you hear a dog bark. I can say it's right, though. The woman turns on a flashlight. Takes off into the woods. So you cut to seeing her walking through the woods. The wet branches are slapping her in the face. The flashlight's bobbing around. She's like, Maggie, you get over here. Bad dog, bad dog. Near the dog barking a little closer. 
cut to her walking into this clearing. And in the middle of the clearing is this Cocker Spaniel sitting there barking at the darkness. She runs up. Maggie, you come here. She runs up, picks up the dog. She starts talking to the dog. I can't believe you ran out of the house. You're such a bad girl. You come on back with me. She turns around with the dog and she stops. You see this look of terror just come over her face. She almost turns white and you hear her scream. The camera cuts to the ground. You see the dog fall to the ground as she drops it. And it runs off home. And you hear this final terrified scream and a big thud. Okay, so we cut back to you guys. So, Nathan, why don't you tell us about your character? Okay. Um, I am Drake Williams. Um, I am the forensic coroner for the uh, Seattle PD. Uh, Drake is uh, kind of a average Joe. Um, when you think of an uh, in- individual that's a coroner, he's not the dark, depressed. Um, he's a happy guy. He stands about six foot. Uh, he's 165 pounds, so he's very thin, very tall. He finds the job of cutting open cadavers very fulfilling. It, it is. It I makes mean, him it, a happy it's, person. It's not <laughs> like it's a, hey, I'm a, I'm a coroner and I see death every day, so I'm a gloomy person. Right. Um, it's the more of, you know what, it's a job, I enjoy it, I like the scientific part of it. Um, right. Figuring out the cases. People don't complain. <laughs> right. <laughs> I can talk to them all I want. They don't have, they just, they're great listeners. Right. Is he a young guy? Younger, uh, yeah, he's 29. Okay. Uh, not married, no girlfriend, uh, lives by himself in a small apartment uh, in downtown Seattle. Uh, black hair that's combed over mm-hmm. um, in the traditional 1980s part on the side and come over. Uh, real, real bright blue eyes. Um, has the laugh lines, and you can tell that he's just a pleasant individual. You never guess him as a coroner. Well, I will do my best to tramp all over that. <laughs> you won't be happy by the time we're done. Okay. <laughs> All right, Dan, tell us about your character. All right. Scott Trezarin is a uh, agent for the FBI. He's uh, pretty sharp of eye, um, doesn't miss much. Um, his job is his life. He's all about fighting crime and solving mysteries. Um, he uh, he's about he's five ten, uh, muscular. Uh, Lena Frame uh, is a student of uh, the martial arts. Um, literally. Literally. Yeah, literally <laughs> in this case. Yeah. Rank in martial arts. Uh, that's what it is. Okay. He's, uh, but he's, he's, pretty, uh, he's pretty, pretty somber, pretty, uh, you, know, um, you know, straightforward. Right. Okay, now. I just like to laugh. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> All right, let me take down. Um, how do you pronounce that last name? Trezarin. Trezarin. T Z E R E N E. Okay. Your first name was Scott. Scott. That's right. Well, you know with that name you're gonna get picked on. <laughs> I'm a, my real middle name is Scott. So. Now. That's why. That's why I came. All right. Dr. Williams, you are good friends with a, a guy you went to college with. Uh, met him there, and you struck up a friendship. Uh, turns out he was... Are, now, are you from Seattle originally? or uh, No, I think I actually um, moved out here for the money. Okay. They offered me a position that, uh, with money and to help me move, and I wanted to take that step. Okay. All right. 
your friend that you met, this guy by the name of Jack Long, he was from a small town in Washington State called Sauk Mountain. Um, so since moving to Seattle, you two have had an opportunity to um, kind of rekindle your friendship, and from time to time you both do things together and see each other, you know, every once every few months and that sort of thing. It just so happens now, in early October, you were invited up to Sauk Mountain by Jack and by his father, Carmine, who is the local sheriff around there. You guys are going to go up and do some fishing, which frequently is something that you do. Um, what's the name of that river? Skagit? Skagit River. Skagit River, yeah. And what's his dad's name? Carmine? Carmine, yep. The town of Sauk Mountain, which you've been there a few times over the years, it is on Highway 20, about 60 miles northeast of Seattle. It's at the foot of the Cascade Mountains. So it is by a, um, a winding river. Highway 20 runs along the river, and the, the Cascade Mountains are just right there. So it's very forested. It's a logging town like a lot of towns around here. Um, small, no more than a couple thousand people, but you've been here pretty frequently. And you all are, what you do is you stay at the Long's house, usually when you're there, and you all will take a trip out, you know, for a day or two days, three days up to a cabin that, uh, that the sheriff has up in the woods by a lake. Do some fishing, come back. That's the typical routine. We do this periodically. Yeah, yeah. every six months you probably go up there for a fishing trip. Maybe do a spring and do a fall, something like that. Right. Okay. And I'm there or I'm going there? You were there. You've been there for um, you've been there for four or five days now. A couple of days you'll be heading back home. You are currently in the sheriff's pretty nice, well kept Ford F one fifty pickup. All of your equipment neatly stowed away in the back, and it is it's after dark. It's about eight p.m. and you're coming back into town um, when the sheriff's radio which y'all have been listening to a uh, to a, a local radio station. So he had a Boston song on, but he turns it down because his radio comes on. I don't know you'll turn it down Boston. <laughs> Pretty thing. <laughs> the dispatch, sure along. <clears throat> he grabs the mic, keys the mic up, says, uh, yeah, Willie, what do you got? He says, uh, Sheriff, we've got a, uh, well, we got a dead body. So the sheriff says, uh, say that again? Well, he says, yes, Sheriff, we got a, we got a dead body. He uh, says, all right, give me the address. He turns to uh, to you and Jack, and he says, I uh, hope you guys don't mind coming with me, but I really need to I really need to stop and take a look at what's going on here. It's kind of on the way, so. I have no problem at all. All right. The uh, truck picks up speed and roars off into the night. Um, all right. Did they say a code that would say suspect of homicide? No, they didn't. You just said there was a bad body. They didn't. And, you you know, the um, the law enforcement around here is not quite what you're used to. It's it's small, right. backwoods. It's Hey, know. Chuck, come check this out. <laughs> right. Right. We think she's dead, but we don't know. <laughs> right. We can't find a pulse. So, Agent Trezarin. Is that right? Trezarin? That's right. Yeah, hey, I got it. You have been, coincidentally... In the small town of Sock Mountain, Washington, you came here to investigate 
a... <laughs> that's funny. <laughs> I marked this person down as an identity thief, but did they really have identity thieves back in 82? <laughs> I guess maybe. I don't know. Not near as wide scale as it would be now, but... Yeah. You, you've been investigating an interstate check fraud scheme. There, you've been checking net. You've been checking on some people that have been forging checks and distributing them across state lines. Naturally, across state lines, the FBI's called in. Um, your primary suspect is a woman named Maggie Vareski, and you have been staking out her mobile home she lives in. You have high been, class here, buddy. <laughs> you've been working with Sheriff. Yeah, um, yeah. Loving it. You've been working with Sheriff Long. Um, <laughs> he went fishing. <laughs> well, that what you've been doing is you've been you've been setting up you know surveillance. So it's really not been much that you couldn't handle yourself. But you've been working with him in the capacity of uh, he, he gets you things you need if you need access to you know places or uh, whatever might be going on. Lending any aid, he can basically he can basically give you, but you have uh, essentially been handling most of it yourself. This is this is a an operation that is rather mundane and yeah. not much like action it. involved. Yeah. What you've been doing is you've just been granted uh, the proper paperwork to set up a wiretap on her phone, and you figure that you're going to be able to catch her in the act and come in and make the arrest, and that's all going to be it's all going to be over with. And hopefully, she can give you some information on anyone else that she might have been working with, and see if there are any bigger fish that you might be able to catch along the way. So that's essentially what you've been doing. All right. Now you got donuts, coffee, and pizza right. in your car. And you guys, you guys watch the movie Paul. Yeah, Paul's out the alien. Yeah, I, no, it's a I long time. The Simon Pig and. I love Simon Pegg's movie. It's a really good movie. Mm-hmm. Okay, well, the Jason Bateman's character in there, the mm-hmm. FBI agent mm-hmm. in there, that's kind of that's, what you're, that's his demeanor. That he's, you know, what he presents. I tell you. I was wondering if you were going to go some other way or if you were going to go with Agent Cooper from Twin Peaks. <laughs> <laughs> you have been staying at the Black Pine Motor Lodge here in town. <laughs> right on the highway. It's one of the few places to stay. You are currently in your room. It's about eight o'clock. The uh, um, black the LTD stand parked outside. Right. The TV's on in the background, playing an episode of well, we've been a good '80s show. Oh, all the family. <laughs> well, it'd be '70s, but oh yeah, okay. Well, reruns. Uh, right. Right. That works. Uh, Jefferson's. That'd be 70s, too. But. Sanford and something? Oh, wow. I guess no. That's How about Starsky and Hutch? There you Starsky go. That's, that's 80s. I <laughs> just watched it. I watched, watched part of an episode <laughs> of that just the other day. Right. You're going over the legal documents that you need to get this wiretap going. You're everything. <laughs> Matlock. Right. <laughs> Murder. You're watching right. Jaws. <laughs> what was Jaws? 82? No, Jaws was 75. Yeah. Magnum P.I. Maybe that's not in the background. Anyway, your phone rings. That good old... Metallic, yeah. ringy sounding, you know, on your rotary phone by yeah, your bed. Kind of phone you pick up, you could kill somebody with it. <laughs> yeah, it's on your your very nice uh, knotty pine uh, nightstand. It's got a little vibrator box, and you put quarters. Right. <laughs> <laughs> no. 
Hello. You hear uh, the sound. You, you you heard it before. This is a call that's being patched through from a radio to a phone. You can hear the sound of it in the background, like an engine, and you know, it's Sheriff Long. Hello. He's like, uh, is this Agent Trezaren? It is, Sheriff. How are you? Oh, I'm fine, but we got some uh, news you're going to want to hear about. Turns out the uh, the woman that you've been uh, you've been looking at, Mrs. Bereski. Uh-huh. Uh, yeah, somebody just found her dead. Dead? Dead. At her mobile home. Thought you might want to know, you might want to come on out here and see what's going on. Alright, we'll be right there. Alright. So I can only imagine what I look like right now. I've got the flannel shirt. <laughs> you know, and you're in Seattle, upper northwest <laughs> Seattle, so you got the flannel hat, you know, with the ear flaps. Because <laughs> I've been fishing. Right. Charlie's Angels t-shirt. <laughs> <laughs> that one. Right, a pair of poster. So you're going to pack it, you're going to... I'm going to get my gear and hop in my black LTD sedan and, All right. and head over there. It's at the, um, it's not, it, it's in town, but it's like at the edge of town. Her place is? Yeah, kind of where the woods, the woods meet the town. So Awesome town, good. Mobile it, homes on the edge of town. It won't take you long to get there. Okay. So... Your two vehicles, the very nice F-150 and the the LTD sedan, both pull up at the same time, crunching along the gravel driveway. Gravel, gravel driveway. Now, <laughs> do I know if they actually have a... What would be a Crown Vic? Might be a Crown, Crown Vic? Okay. Probably. Do I know if this small task police force actually has like a forensic coroner? There, like it, the county has a coroner who would be called in for this kind of a thing, so... Uh, so that's normally what would happen. So they should have it covered. You know, that on vacation. I don't. I don't are involved. So when I pull up there, so, is there people okay. traits and all? Good. Okay. Yeah. Well, when when you we both pull up, what you have is you have a you have an ambulance there. You have a deputy's car. You have a couple of the EMTs, a couple of the deputies. His lights are on. So there's you know, like I said, it's this dark, misty woods. But now it's like violated by these red and blue lights. They're painted all around the place. The old mobile homes right there. Um, you hear the first thing that you hear when you step out of your vehicles is you hear the sound of a dog just wailing. And you look on the porch, this old kind of rotted wood porch, and there's a cocker spaniel there that's just howling like somebody's just beat it. But it's just kind of this weird, mournful kind of by sound. itself. I mean, is it by itself on the porch? Yeah, really? and it kind of keeps running back in the house and running back out. It looks very disturbed. One of the deputies comes walking up. Well, as soon as you get out of the car, you meet Sheriff Long and Sheriff. Sure. And the others. deputies and everybody else traipsing around the mobile home, or are they just kind of hanging about waiting for us to get here? They are standing by their vehicles talking to the EMTs. Okay. But when you get out, you the first thing you see is Sheriff Long, who is um, in his late 50s, a little portly. He's dressed in hunting clothes, fishing clothes at the time. And he's got of, waders and a vest. Kinda, yeah. <laughs> the one I'm thinking I'm in. I mean, see so a fly fishing. Probably. Got a scraggly beard. He sees you and he goes, uh, "Agent Trezaren, yes, uh, this is uh, this is my son, Jack, and his friend uh, Drake Williams. He's Doctor Williams, I guess I should say. Doctor, nice to meet you. Uh, anyway, let's go see what the boys have found. You see, uh." One of the deputies walking down the driveway towards his flashlight, kind of bouncing around. It's like, Sheriff, is that you? 
First thing you see is I pull in my, reach in my pocket and pull out a pair of latex gloves and <laughs> Okay. And he's like, yeah, it's me. It's me. He says, well, uh, oh yeah, Mrs. Foresky, she's back here in the woods. Uh, we didn't move anything. Uh, waiting for the, waiting for the, uh, coroner to show up. He says, well, let's, uh, let's go ahead and go on up there and see what's going on. Uh, oh, first of all, uh, Cal basically look for tracks and such, you know, disturbances as we're walking towards that way to see if I can see, you know. All right. What you see is this old mobile home that probably 20 years old, single wide. The, it's gray colored, but it's covered with a lot of like mildew, you know, how it'll kind of grow yeah. on an older, even a house, you know. The yard is, the grass is pretty tall. It looks like there might have been some flower beds once, but they're kind of overgrown with weeds. And it's really misty right now. So when you're walking through this grass, it's very damp. You're getting your pant legs, you're getting wet, your shoes are shining in the flashlights because it's so, it's so probably, damp out here. I've probably seen her place since I'm here investigating oh, yeah. her. So. Yeah. So you can look for some tracks if you want to. That would be a, let's make a specific perception check. So when we're going to make a specific check, you're going to roll, try to roll under your perception score. It's not, gonna, just, it's not an investigation? Uh, well. I just wanted to clarify. Okay. I, didn't know. I, I don't think so. I think investigation is is what you do once you've found something. So oh, okay. if you, you know, if you found some footprints, if you happen to spot them, then I'm thinking that your investigation skill would let you glean some clues about those particular ones. So it's still going to be your perception to notice something. And I want to know the difference between if you get under your perception. Okay. Well, I want to start to see it. Okay. We can turn the lights back up if you want to. There's a 61 difference. Wow, that's an excellent roll. That is a C result. So that's a critical result. Do you want to do anything... I'm not on the job. Okay. I'm just waiting until you take him back to the wherever we stay. Right. You have a flashlight with you, yeah. of course. Um, so you see this agent, Trezarin, you just got announced to. And he was introduced to me, too, as an agent. He was. Okay, yeah. so I know him. Yeah. So he, he starts shining his flashlight on the ground, and um, you spot, it's, the, the soil is a bit muddy in places. And you do spot some tracks where it looks like this little dog has been going back and forth all over this yard. And you will notice that at the end of the steps, you can see some footprints, which you're pretty sure are going to be like house shoes or some sort of heelless shoe. And you can tell she came out here and the dog was out here. And it looks like that the dog's footprints, uh, there are some that are very recent, but there are some that you're going to guess are probably several hours old. And, and somewhat older than hers. So with a critical result there, you definitely get the impression that the dog was out here first and then she came out. Okay. That's what you get from that. All right. But we know she's this direction. So. Okay. In the in the meantime, you all are kind of walking past one of the deputy's cars, and uh, you hear the radio in the deputy's car go, Dispatch the sheriff. He reaches in and grabs the mic, and he's like, Yeah, Willie, what is it? Uh, it's, uh, it's about Doc Johansson. Well, what do you mean? Where is he? He should be here by now. Well, it seems that uh, he was at a at a uh, birthday party for for uh, for Mike uh, Jones down at the lodge, and he said, and the sheriff goes, and let me guess, the son of a bitch is drunk off his ass. <laughs> <laughs> 
He's like, oh, how'd you know, Sheriff? He's like, what do you mean, how'd I know? Everybody knows that damn coroner is a drunk. So I guess he's not coming. I don't think so. I think he's kind of passed out. All right. He puts the mic back in the truck and looks right at you. This, uh, Drake, I hate to ask you. You don't have to. Do you think you can come up and take a look? I can. I really appreciate it. There's no problem. All right. All right, boys. Let's let's see. Where, where'd you find her? He goes, well, we, she's up back here in the woods. Uh, some of the deputies start leading you around this end of the trailer. You were kind of already there anyway. And you, when you get around the trailer, there's pretty good muddy spots there. And it's easy to see tracks here. So that's probably how they figured it out. Yeah. Looks like she was after her dog. Well, the deputies are like, how do you, how do you know that? All right there in the evidence. Hmm. That thing sure doesn't want to shut up. I don't know what that's all about. I've never seen a dog act that way. It's frightened. Anyway, well, yeah, could be, I guess. Well, come on. Uh, they lead you through the woods. So you're all making this trek, this line of guys, dark, misty, foggy woods, flashlight beams bouncing around, um, starting to get a little cool. But you walk generally uphill along this path, and you come out into this clearing the uh, mist is kind of hovering around about knee level, and uh, there's another deputy who's already there in the clearing, and you walk up to him, and he's shining his light on this body. Um, what you see is you see Mrs. Varesky laying there on the ground. She is quite a hefty woman. She's dressed in this really simple, like, house coat and house shoes, and uh, she is laying there on her back, face looking up to the sky. Her mouth is just wide open, and her eyes look like they're huge, like they're about to pop out her face. Sheriff's like, Jesus Christ. Any noticeable wounds? Well, uh, nothing. Just a look. No, you see... Um, oh, go ahead and make a perception check. Just for fun. You see nothing on her face, which is, you're looking at it, so... Yep. Not by a lot. Okay, by how much? Six. Okay. What's well, moderate success? You notice that there are no there are no rips or tears in the house coat. You don't see anything that would look like a splash or a puncture wound, gunshot wound, no visible signs of trauma just from standing here looking at her. And no you don't notice any blood anywhere either. Okay, I don't have any of my tools. <laughs> right. Uh can I borrow somebody's pair of gloves? Yeah, one of the deputies will hand you very, or the agent's got another. I got off so Okay. Put gloves on. Um, I'd like to check the temperature of the liver to figure out a time of death. I don't have any way to do that. Um, the sheriff says we can uh, we can get her we can get her back to the uh, back to the hospital. Okay. We well, can we can set you up with whatever you might need. Well, when I was looking at the tracks, how what kind of time frame was I figuring by the tracks? You got to see results, so. So that's pretty good. Uh, it's pretty, it's best you can get. So you would estimate that you they're probably a couple hours old. Um, I'm telling you, the tracks are the tracks coming out here are a couple hours old or less. I'm gonna kneel down and She's probably check still her warm. fingers a little bit. <laughs> See if any rigor mortis has started to set. Um, I don't I don't remember the exact uh, time when that sets up for six hours that I believe. goes away. So she's probably in rigor right now, yeah. I guess. Yeah. So she's, I think after six hours it starts to dissipate. Yeah. Okay. So yeah, her hands are kind of <clears throat> her her hands are sort of up in almost like a, a defensive type position. 
you know, her fingers are all like curled in. So she and, almost like, froze that way. Yeah, you don't know. It's strange. Because if it's she would have fallen back, a woman of her size, she would have flopped back. Yeah. And for her hands to be up, the mouth to be open, the eyes that wide would be startling. Yeah, that's I'm going strange. to check her for actual wounds. Okay. Uh, in vital areas, the neck, the chest, the abdomen, right. artery areas. See if there's actually any scratches, anything on there. She okay. let her fluids go, too. Yeah, I mean... Yeah. Um, yeah, go ahead and make a, make a perception check. Make it a specific check. Oh, uh, yeah. I... 58? All right. You check out where all the major uh, blood vessels are. Um, you know, the neck crotch, the uh, insides of the legs, there's no there's no wound that would have, like, bled her out. There, you don't find anything. Uh, While he's doing that, I'm going to look around, um, look around for you know, other tracks. Well, start with specifically dog tracks, since I know the dog was out here, and look around for any of the sign of struggle, you know, broken, you know, sure. disturbances in the grass, broken sure. branches, that kind of, anything like that. Because um, that's a specific perception. Well, no. Um, or I probably should have done that differently earlier. I'm going to go ahead and let you make an investigation roll. Probably didn't need to have you make perception checks either, because it's like you're you're here and you know and you're looking. So it'd be the medical or whatever it would be yeah. for me. Yeah. Holy shit! I got that by eighty-two. Yeah. Um, I rolled a three. You're looking around while um, while Doctor Williams here is doing his thing, and what you what you discover is in kind of the same time when you finish up looking at the body. Here's the story that the that the general evidence is telling around this body. It looks like that she walked here and walked no farther. It looked like her dog Probably was here. In place. <laughs> yeah, maybe. It, it but didn't. Uh, didn't really go anywhere else that you can see. I can see where the tracks of his track, her tracks yeah. would have stopped. Right. But you find something else that's interesting. Okay. You find another set of dog prints, much larger than this cocker spaniel. Going around the whole area, or just like where are the tracks compared to everything else that we're seeing? They are here and kind of mixed, mixed in with the um, the little dog's prints. Okay, what about the body? In the surrounding area, or I'm trying to ask. I'm trying to ask: Are the tracks like come up like where the right to the, where the dog directly right where the dog is, or is it around moving around the area, moving around the body? And we say dog is it like maybe wolf type size? The uh, large dog, um, and the the large dog's prints don't seem to be um, anywhere in the. Um, it doesn't seem like they were interested in this body at all, so there aren't any, like, around the body, like it was looking at the body or anything like that. They're sort of like, you know, she walked so far, her little dog was there, and then the big dog footprints are there, too, but they're not, like, right on her. They're so they're, like, in front of where... Kind of. Like, like where, if she would have kept walking, it's kind of like they're ten feet in that direction. Gotcha. And are they on the perimeter at all? No. Got another set of prints here. The sheriff walks over and looks at him and says, yeah, it's a pretty big dog. Well, the odd thing is, it didn't move around. It didn't sniff the body like, you know, like a, you know, kind of predator. It stopped with the little, see the little dog prints? Mm-hmm. It stopped there, directly there, hmm. which is we, odd. Now, 
is her turnaround Prince? I got Prince facing the dog. Is her Prince going the other direction? Yeah. Because it would have circled and... Yeah, you can see where it came in. Mm-hmm. Do I see it where it went out? You can... Yes, you can see where it went out. The sheriff turns and says, Hey, uh, Drake, any signs she was bit? Or No, she doesn't have a scratch on her. I need... Uh, I'm going to reach over. So I'm sure one deputy has a pin. Yeah. And pull it out of their pocket. Yeah. <clears throat> Get my flashlight. And look down her throat because her mouth's open, mm-hmm. and depress her tongue. Okay. To look, just my my thought is she either had a heart attack or some type of stroke. So I want to check like the, the, any blockage of the uh, air pipe to rule out any kind of foul play there, where okay. I can actually diagnose that it's some type of internal. Yeah, you don't see any obstructions or any anything at all. Her throat is clear. And then I want to look at the eyes to see if the blood vessels have busted. Not sure what would, uh, if you were, you mean like, like from strangulation kind of thing or what? Right. I want to rule out that she did not suffocate or anything like that to where no, the eyes would yes. bulge or. You can, you can pretty well rule that out here. You may need to do some more tests, but you don't see anything. Well, after that, I'm going to put the pin like it didn't even go in the old dead woman's mouth back in the officer's vest. <laughs> it's like, hey. And, uh, <laughs> I'm going to say it without, without doing further tests, there's no marks on the body. There's no signs of strangulation. Um. In my opinion, it was stroke, heart attack, or something internal. Well, let's get her down to the morgue. And... One thing, one thing I want to know is the age of those big prints versus the other, like her prints and the little dog's prints. Mm, pretty they, much the same. Pretty time much the same, not yeah. fresher. No, you wouldn't guess so. But you can't pinpoint. I mean. Yeah, yeah. I, you know, your exact times or anything. But I just want to know if an animal came in, snooped around after she was dead, you well, know, kind of looked and left. That's kind of what I'm, in my mind, is what I'm thinking. It's hard to say. Yeah. So you said that you asked me about being bit. Yeah. Why would you ask? There's well, a... Oh, the Agent Trezaren here said there was another big set of dog prints here. Like a wolf? I don't know. Large. I don't know. We don't see wolves around here. And some big dog. The neighbors, the neighbors are called in. They said they heard, they heard her screaming up here. They don't have any any big dogs like that or anything. So it's a deep, defined print. Well, some of them are, yeah. As in a heavy animal. That's fun. Well, like it's a, it's moist it's, here, so. it's probably like a, uh, you know, anywhere from golden retriever size to yeah, you know boxer size to you know it's that that kind okay. of great thing. Maybe great I'm not a so, professional in animal. Like, yeah. But uh, biology for that. Here's my here, here's just a thought for me. Um, if it was a neighbor's dog, um, being a close knit community, they would have approached the body. And it would have Well, that's what I'm thinking too. It does not approach the body unless it sensed something wrong with the body. But it didn't come along after she passed. It came along about the same time, roughly. I can assure you that whatever that is did not attack and kill her. She looks scared. Could have been easily a heart attack if that would be the cause of seeing um, this animal. big dog, big wolf, could have maybe scared her. her. Uh, unless I know her medical records, if she has heart disease or she has anything like that. Um, I'm assuming a local doctor might have something like that. We can oh, get we can get of. her records when we get to the hospital. And then we can decide if she has a history of heart problems. Is that a possibility that uh, a terror attack caused a heart attack and well, uh, caused her death? You know, while we're here, uh, I want to look a little bit further here. I want to I want to follow these tracks just a bit and see if I can see where they go. 
Um, you're gonna you're gonna have a hard time doing that. Um, it's easy enough for you to look at evidence that's around and glean a lot of stuff from it, but you're not a tracker, so it's you know the footprints will eventually get to where you can't and see them. You have to be looking for bent over grass and all that kind of trackery stuff. Which so you didn't take that skill. <laughs> oh, it's happened to my Cree heritage. And... <laughs> right. I want to tag the Cree up. Right. I want to tag the Cree. I'm going to get the EMTs up here. Yeah. Right. Um, if you don't mind, um, I'd like to go and change before I come to the Whatever you say. More... I appreciate any help you give me. You do whatever you need to do. And... So I'm going to turn to one of the deputies. Yeah. I need her medical records. Uh, All right. For those last at least five years. Okay. Um, if you'll send those over to the morgue, along with uh, anything that you might deem useful in her yeah. program, uh, profile history. Yeah, the morgue's in the basement of the hospital, so I'll I'll uh, call ahead down there when I get back to my squad car and get all that stuff taken care of and have to wait for you. And if somebody can give me a ride. Uh, you can come with me if you want to. So I can go that way. All right. Um, the sheriff turns to you and says, well, I guess... Uh, um, I guess you're gonna you're gonna assume this is part of your investigation, I suppose. Uh, in case this was some kind of foul play or something. Well, that bear's looking at you. I'm gonna stick around for a while. Okay. All right. All right. Well, I'll let you know. We'll we'll say it's your case then, and uh, I'll do what I can to help. Okay. Hell of a thing. Hell of a thing. Yeah, that's odd. Well, the EMTs come and load her onto a board. And well. <laughs> Since I'm up here, three of them. since I was up yeah. here investigating her anyway, I'd like to look into her trailer now that I can <laughs> have access. A little illegal search and seizure. Oh, actually, you had all the warrants and stuff. Right, now. I'm sure. I'm going to leave the pass. Okay, you're going to go on, go yeah. on into town. You know right. the uh, the Vic's name? Uh, Maggie. Yeah, Maggie Bereski. That was her name. Maggie. Yeah, you all have gotten in a squad car and you're traveling. Through the through the town over towards I guess you were the Long's house was where you, you that's where I stay yeah. Clothes. yeah so did you know did you know Maggie uh you know I didn't know uh, I didn't know her that well she kind of kept to herself her husband died a couple years ago and uh, I, I you know I knew him sorta from school a little bit but uh, to tell you the truth the guy was kind of drunk and sort of a sort of a no account it happens a lot in this town I hear. Well, we've got our share of them, that's for sure. But, uh, but no, I didn't really, didn't really know her. Um, so I did, uh, I did know that, uh, of course, that she was under investigation for something. That's why the well, FBI agents here. What's that? Is that why the, the FBI agents here? Yeah. You know what she was under investigation for? Uh, not drugs of any kind, or not exactly sure. Uh, I don't know of any drugs. Pretty much, the old man liked to drink. I don't know if she did or not, but uh, it might be another cause, drug overdose or something of that nature. I didn't see it in any evidence of it, but right. if she was under an investigation or anything like that, yeah, I don't, I don't know. I imagine it had, it, it would have had to have been something from, must have been involved in something from state to state I, for a Fed to get called in. So I, I don't know. It could have been drugs, maybe. Who you knows? Know, nobody told you about it or anything? No, I wasn't really, wasn't really involved too much. I just knew he was here for that. If you're going to play in your backyard, you know about it. Well, the sheriff does. But, uh, pretty much they're letting Agent Trezerin. Agent Trezerin. They're just kind of letting him run the show. So. Oh, he is FBI. And they know a lot. That they do. That they do. Well, well, here we are at the sheriff's house. Okay. I'll, uh, I'll wait here for you. 
Or do you have you have a vehicle here? Oh yeah, I'm trying to vehicle here. Okay, you I want to here, ride yeah. with me, or you want to take your own car? I'll bring my own, but I don't want to keep you. You know where the hospital is. You do. It's on the highway. I mean, it's, it's yeah. little town, little hospital. There's 18 buildings in the whole town. Right. So we'll switch back to you. Um, Agent, you're there. Yeah. Is, is somebody doing anything about the dog? Uh, the dog is still. It looks like it's looking for her. You know, and it's kind right. of, it's kind of upset. So when you walk up the steps, I mean, it's there, and it kind of looks at you and sort of shies away. And let's take her. If, if only you could speak to animals. Yeah, he could tell you everything. <laughs> right. Exactly. The little cocker spaniel slowly walks up to you, its tail completely tucked between its legs, and it's got a dog tag or anything. Uh, yeah. The name? I don't remember what I said. Maggie. Yeah. Was it? Wait, not Maggie. That's right. I did say Maggie. Yeah, you made her the man. <laughs> Maggie's the dog, I think. Yes, Maggie is the... Yeah, so what's the old woman's name? Her name's is Margie. Sorry, Margie. I read it wrong. Okay. So Maggie. No wonder he didn't know Maggie. <laughs> All right, so anyway. Where are Mar- uh, Maggie? Okay, the dog comes back. All right. Um, you know, pet the dog for a bit. Is there any... There's other people still here, right? I would imagine. Um, there are a couple deputies, but they look like they're heading out. All right, well, I need to... Yeah, well, one of them comes by and says, you stay in here? Yeah, I need to... Uh, I'm going to take some fingerprints and look around a bit. Um, protocol dictates that somebody remain on the scene, so... Oh, well, we can do that. All right, can you see if somebody could, uh, you know, look after this dog, too? I hate to leave it out here in the middle of the woods. Yeah, he walks over and picks it up. All right, so I'll go in and I'll look around, start taking fingerprints, you know, picking up stuff. I guess, you know, both... Kind of working both cases in this case, you know, looking for what I was originally here for and then see if there's anything involving her death. You knew, you knew what you were looking for. So it only takes you about an hour to really get what you need and you see it. It's all here. She was definitely involved in check fraud and had some, uh, had some dealings with some other people in some other states and there multiple sets of prints, like people are meeting here or anything like that. Uh, no, you don't really, well, you you wouldn't necessarily know that. I mean, you could. I just want to know if there's multiple prints. I, yeah, well, yeah, I wouldn't I mean, know who's. Yeah, you wouldn't know if they were from different people or anything. Prints looking prints. Because you'd have to take them in and compare them to photos of different prints and all that sort of stuff. Right, so, right, right. I'm there, doing the I'm dusting and yeah, you, you know, do all that stuff. Gather up enough evidence, get what you need. Um, but yeah, she's definitely involved. Anything at all strike me weird as far as her death in inside the trailer? Mm. No, I mean, it's kind of ratty, you know. Yeah, it was she not was watching well Miller Fortune, up. though. Yeah, the TV's probably still on. Yeah, turn it off. Yeah. So <clears throat> it's going on towards about 9.30 now. Um, <laughs> so, yeah, it's, it was her and her dog that lived here, as far as you can tell. Okay. Um, yeah, if I can't extrapolate anything that involves her death, then I'll leave. Okay. All right. Uh, you walk past the deputy. Good night, Agent. Good night. I'll be here if you, you need anything else. Okay. You walk down the driveway towards your car. It's parked about 50, 60 yards down the, down the road because there was other cars here in the ambulance. So still kind of misty and cool. And you're crunching through the uh, on the gravel. And you, uh, as you approach your car, you hear something, like something walking on the road down farther from where you're at on the driveway, out in the dark. Sounds like not bipedal. Reaching the mark? jacket and shine the light in that direction. Okay. When you shine the light, your lights immediately hit a dog. Your light hits a large dog. It is 
sort of, um, it looks kind of gangly, kind of looking, not sure exactly what the breed is, sort of grayish, um, almost yellowish sort of hair in spots. Um, kind of looks a bit like a, uh, a bit like a Great Dane with longer hair. It's some kind of crossbreed, it must be. Um, one thing you note is that when you shine the light on it, you get the eye shine back from the dog, That's but good. only but only one eye on the side, like it's only got one eye or something. And it as soon as you shine the light on it, it like jerks its head up and looks at you and takes off to the side off into the woods. And size wise, it's I'm guessing it's big dog. Oh, you saw that in the dark eyed beast cream too. <laughs> the dog bounds off into the darkness. All right, well, I'm not chasing the dog through the woods. Right. Switch back to you, Doctor Wade. Yeah, but you know, clearly that's probably the dog. But odd, but all right. You uh, change your clothes. Now I don't have scrubs or anything, so I'm in the most comfortable clothing that I can. I packed. Sure. Jeans, t-shirt, kind of thing. Yeah. Right. I got Death Leopard. And... <laughs> your Death Leopard shirt. <laughs> and uh, yeah, I go into the hospital. Go down where the morgue's at. I'm sure they have coat. Eighty-two. Right. Yeah, it is a small hospital, to say the least. And at 10 o'clock at night, I mean, it's There's dead. nobody here. Right. No so, pun intended, right? Right. It is, you know, old institutional beige block walls, green linoleum on the floor. Um, it's really shiny. So nobody walks on it. <laughs> the, the lights are turned down, so you have, you know, lights along the hall. The big lights are off, so there's pools of light everywhere. There is the, the front reception desk, a nurse's station, um, there's a nurse there chatting with the deputy as you walk in. So, so I'm going to do my thing, because this is what I do. Um, I'm going to ask for it first off, did they have the medical records? Yeah, the, the deputy uh, says, oh, yeah, we got all that for you. And uh, the nurse kind of smiles at you and hands you this big folder full of papers. So here you go, doctor. Much thanks. Can I show you to the, uh, to the morgue? I can sure I can find my way. Okay, suit yourself. I put my headphones on, those, those old black headphones. Sure, you're Sony Walkman. Right. Yeah, you got a Sony Walkman. Right. <laughs> Pop you beat me too. That's what right. I was going to have. Pop awesome, my... Uh... Awesome mixtape volume one. Right. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, I'm going to slap it in and it's going to play, uh, let's see, would it, be, would it be Queen at that point? Sure. We are champion. Absolutely. It kicks in. And I'm going to have the file in front of me uh-huh. as I'm bebopping down the hall. That's late 70s, by the way. I still have it. I'm just saying. It's yeah. still popular in 82. Oh, oh definitely. yeah. Definitely. Yeah. Um, all right. You head down the hallway towards the morgue. All right, we're going to jump back to Agent Trezor. Okay. Yes, sir. Where, where are you going? Uh, I'm headed. Uh, where, where are we going to meet? Hospital? That's where he was going. We never said we were going to meet. Did we? But you know I have no going. interest in you. He was going to go do the autopsy. Uh, yeah, I'm going to go there. definitely of interest to you. Yeah, it is. All right. So you hop in the car and... Leave the uh, murder scene behind you and head to the hospital. <laughs> you, uh, you park out front. Uh, well, I don't like a car you drive, but it's parked out front. It's not a Prius. Oh, I know it's not a Prius. Uh, what is it? I guess a. Uh, is he a is he a uh, uh, a normal car guy, a muscle car guy, a small car guy, a foreign car guy? What, what is it? Probably just a normal whatever would be the equivalent to like a Ford Focus at that time. Uh, oh. Probably an Escort. Yeah, Escort. <laughs> right. Buy American. Right. Or, uh, or like a Tercel if you do Toyota. Yeah. No. I want a Woody. Yeah, but what about your car? <laughs> <laughs> I want one of them too. 
So you got an old like station wagon, an old like uh, wood panel station wagon, yeah, the, like the the Ford Country Squire, right? <laughs> yeah, okay, that's what I drive. All right, <laughs> not right. Why not? Put a body in the back, <laughs> right? <laughs>
Damn, that's the eighties. So she's got the white uniform. She got the white the, uniform with the, with the yes. stockings and the white shoes. Yes. And the little thing, yep. the little hatty thing. It's with a naughty nurse costume. Yeah, naughty her. nurse costume. Yeah, not a pair Great. of baggy old scrubs. No, she's right. she has courage. You can see the courage. Right. That's the day. Yep. Uh, leads you down a, a hallway to a wooden set of double doors with round windows in them. Say morgue on it. Uh, it's kind of light. dark in this hallway, but there's light coming out of the. Uh, there's not a lot. Because there's, there's probably going to be one light <laughs> that's like, over the body. Everything else is pitch black. Okay. All right. All right. So you this see is... some light coming out under the door. Okay. Vaguely through the windows, you see some light inside. All right. Turn her. And I'll talk to you later. All right. Uh, how loud are you listening to uh, loud. Queen on the... So he comes in and you probably can hear it. Yeah, you can hear dimly the uh, hear, yeah, sound of the... <laughs> <laughs> another one bites the dust. In the Walkman? That's appropriate. Another one right. bites the dust while he's doing an autopsy. Great. That's what it is. You, you play it for every autopsy you do. Every right? time I do it. That's how you start. I have a system. It's Star Lord of the Corner. Right. Did you watch it? That oh, was yeah. the best part of the whole movie. Oh, that movie was when awesome. you're when you're sitting there and he's doing all the dance and everything yeah. in the beginning. I'm like, that's the greatest thing ever. Yeah. It was a really really cool movie. I thought it was Word. one of the best hero movies I've seen. Yeah, throw her with the. My wife had no no inclination to see it with her. I'm like three times. I'm like you know different weekend another weekend yeah. came up. And I'm like we go see a movie. We go see Guardians. I don't want to see Guardians. I want to see no. <laughs> Let's go see Guardians. You know what I think it is. You know everybody likes the you know the big shiny. Superman hero, and everybody likes the dark, brooding Batman hero, but people go nuts for the tarnished, you know, we're never going to make this work, we suck, right. you know, heroes. Everybody loves that. That's like the best thing ever. Right. You know, and then they do, they win. That's you what know. the Avengers was, that's what this one Closer was. Closer to home. Yeah. Yeah, that's that's a recipe that can't hardly ever go wrong. Kind of like Firefly. Firefly was the oh, same yeah. deal. Like, these people are screw ups, they're never going to, I mean, this is never going to work, but it does. Right. It shouldn't work. Right. Yeah. Until they take it off the air. Right. And it doesn't yeah. work then. Right. Okay. Anyway. All right. But so, you see him. Uh, yeah, I'm bebopping. Are you, have you started in yet? Or are you preparing? Or are you, How long has it been? It's been about, you've been here about 20 minutes. So I would have read all the files. Okay. I would have had her undressed. Okay. And I had not quite started. It, that doesn't bother me at that point. I mean, I'm doing my job now. Um, so you got to maybe like, yeah, the first thing you'd be doing is washing the body probably. Right. Have the, cl- cut the clothes away, wash mm-hmm. the body, just look for any kind of evidence. Okay. So when you walk in, you see, uh, uh, did you grab a lab coat or something, I guess? Yeah, I'll have my, there's, there's stuff like that. I'll here. be in full yeah. garb. Uh, he's got his Walkman on. You can hear the music. He's got a, it's dim, dimly lit and he's got this shower head hose. He's hosing off this nude body of Maggie Bereski. It's not pretty. No. Margie, sorry. Margie. You said Margie. Maggie. Maggie's Margie. the dog. Right. Why did I make those so close? I don't know. I don't either. All right. He doesn't know that you here. I don't even know that anybody's here. I'm doing my, my moment of the world. I'm so going to keep it that way for a okay. few minutes. All right. Well, um, eventually you'll turn around and you'll see Agent Trezarin. <laughs> there you go. I was even going to do it for you. Agent Trezarin. <laughs> when I wrote that down on the, on the text, he was like, where'd you come up with that? <laughs> All right. Oh, you'll see me. I'll reach underneath my lab coat and hit the, the Waltman's the stop button. Pull the headphones down. Can I help you? Oh, you're doing fine. So. Oh, I was going to ask you. Yes. Your, uh, this Margie uh, was under investigation. Anything about drugs? What was yeah. the investigation? Can you tell me? Uh, Classified? Black box? Well, at this point, no. Drugs weren't involved. 
nothing uh, of that nature. No, I haven't started anything yet. So nothing that would have um, contaminated the body. Uh, no, there's there's no there's no markings, uh, no scratches. Oh well, wait. Pause. I did look at her place. I did search her place. Is there anything in the place? Drugs, alcohol, anything that's there's alcohol, but but no drugs, no illegal drugs. None at all. She didn't smoke the occasional joint, nothing like that. No, nope. she was. She did have prescription drug, which you already knew about. Right, it's in her file. Mm-hmm. Did she have a history of heart problems? Anything um, like that? <laughs> you get from the file that she didn't see a doctor much. Uh, Any cholesterol so drugs? Don't know, but she was on like allergy medicine, that kind of thing. Okay. Okay. So no, uh, I didn't find anything at her place that would suggest that she partakes of any recreational. She doesn't smoke pot. No. Okay. She does drink, or at least there's alcohol in the in the abode. Um, I don't know about technology in the 80s. No, we As far don't. as this goes. What can we tell you? Well, <laughs> uh, do they have blood alcohol level tests? Oh, sure. And stuff like that? Yeah, sure. They I didn't know when that all that, came in. They had all of that stuff. It uh, just was done they, more crudely. Right. They wouldn't have DNA testing. No. Right? There'd be none of that. Uh, probably, probably places in 82 wouldn't really have... I mean, computer systems were just kind of starting to come in, you know. At play, the hospital might have, like, a records That's computer. Commodore age then. Right. right. Yeah. yeah but you had IBM systems. You yeah. Know, you could, yeah. Yeah, it probably so, wouldn't be in this kind of a small. Uh, no, it's probably all paper records here. They probably do have a uh, an audio tape recorder where the coroner could record his notes as he's do. You know, they probably do have that. So there's probably a microphone hanging over the autopsy table that you can use. Uh, yeah, computer, so when you go back and play my autopsy, yeah, it's misses this, and then I'd sing a version. Yeah, yeah. But, computers weren't as big as you know, large space as like they were in the fifties. You know, as far as like right. you know, but it was, still took up a lot of area. Right. But they, uh, but they definitely would have had you know toxicology reports and all, and all those stuff kinds like that. of testing and tell all that chem, all the chemical stuff you could do. Only no DNA. That's like uh, when you hear reports all the time about old cases. They come back now because the forensics is. So much better. <laughs> well, I'm getting ready to find out exactly the time of death. Proceed. All right, I'm gonna put my headphones back on. Yep. Click the thing. A cup of coffee. You gonna you gonna watch the whole autopsy as it goes through? As far as I know, I can handle it. Uh, you probably can. I mean, you've probably been around this kind of thing before, and you know, if you didn't feel like you could, you probably knew when to step out. But right, you have no problem, of course. I, it's a it's so, a lonely night in the Pacific Northwest. I'm I might as well watch an autopsy. Yeah. What's on the late night show? In, in a creepy, of Miss Martinez, old, old, <laughs> dark hotel. It's about time, I mean, it's about time for Johnny Carson to come on. You know, you can turn that on down here. <laughs> you wouldn't right. disturb me. It's not sure. He's having, uh, <clears throat> he's having Burt Reynolds and Foster Brooks. And, there you go. Uh, okay, you, you do the whole thing. I mean, you do the wine incision, you got the organs out, you're weighing everything, you're taking samples of everything. It's, it takes four or five hours probably to really do Do I see any signs of heart trauma? Well, you're looking at her heart, you know, you're holding it in your hand and you're like... It's yellow. She's got, you know... Everything was clogged disease, And, you know, she was not in good shape at all. Um, So, you're not... But you're not seeing... um, You you are seeing damage to the heart. Like, this was potentially a heart attack. Right. But you need to wait until you get all of the toxicology back or all of the stuff where you can check hormone levels and all those sorts all of things to see that what design. really happened. Yeah. How long does that, does that usually take in this kind of time frame that I would know? Um, if you could get 
They'd probably send them off, maybe. Here? Yeah, sure. So they'd send it to Seattle. It would get tested. If you could pull some strings back there, you know, you could maybe make it happen faster than normal. But if it looks like back a, the next day. If it looks like a standard heart attack to me, I'm not going to pull any strings for this woman. Okay. Um, so, yeah, I'm going to do my stuff, kind of wrap up. <clears throat> Is she still with this? Probably still yeah. would be. She could start on Michael Jackson video. Yeah, you probably <laughs> actually move move her. You know, you probably actually wrench her into position, kind of thing. You have you to forcefully get, get her yeah. where she's at, right? And right. Uh, so yeah, I'm gonna do all my stuff. I'll sew her up. All right, make me a make me that forensic pathology role. Uh, in the meantime, the uh, the nurse, her name is uh, Bonnie Lawson. She's been bringing you coffee and. You run out and get you guys some food, you know, have some food brought in if you're hungry. Got it by 12. Okay. That is an end result. So that's good enough to tell that there's something strange. When you get to the the kidneys and you weigh them and you're, you're, uh, you know, you're kind of, you're kind of putting everything away and taking your last looks at everything. Um, on top of the kidneys are the adrenal glands, of course. You notice some damage to her adrenal glands, which seems strange. I'm not a medical junkie, so what would what would cause that? Uh, I don't think you know offhand. So he knows he it. No, I have no clue. That's why I asked you. No, well, <laughs> you can't know what I'm saying. <laughs> I well, I have an idea of why I think that would be significant. I don't know if medically it really makes any sense at all, but that's I'm just awesome. Kind of spitballing, okay? Uh, but uh, you're not sure. You don't really know what... I mean, it almost looks like parts of the glands have ruptured, which seems strange to you. Do I know Sam Perko? Yeah, he's really looking at a kidney. He's holding the kidney like right in front of his face. He's really got it under a big glass. You know, you're looking at it. I'll walk a little closer. If you're That's odd. You've never seen this before. Not even in, like, heart attack patients or anything like that? Mm-mm, no. So it's not related to a, the stress of a heart attack or a stroke? Mm-hmm. Nah, nah, maybe no. Nah. It might really be. We really don't know, so... Not yeah. what you're thinking. I'm just saying, uh, well, possibly, kind of. What, what I'm saying is basically it is something extremely odd. You've never seen never it before. Seen you're not exactly sure what might cause that, but you you need to, you need to send off a sample. Right. And have, have them look at it and do some tests and maybe they can discover. But it really perks up your, you're like, this is weird. It's not normal. Right, this is not a normal heart attack right. type thing. This could be a separate incident altogether. Yeah. So you are seeing something that might make you want to push. Right. Okay. So yeah, I want to take... This could uh, be some sort of weird disease that you've never seen right. before. So you're like, mm, yeah, we better figure out what's going on. Right. <laughs> so yeah, I'm going to uh, photograph it. I'm okay. going to note it. I'm going to yep. um, do the incision and slice it off and okay. um, put it in the whatever petri, petri dish that they have and right. um, put it aside with the rest of my notes. Sure. And uh, when I get her all... I really don't know what they do with the organs. After I've seen them cut them open, I, and I really don't load know. them back in. I think they put them back. I think yeah. like, I don't know. Maybe and then sew them back in. The Undertaker, and, right? And uh, I'll start okay. sewing her up. It's it's almost dawn by the time you finally get this done. So you pull them all up. Um, don't know all the information yet. Um, Got to send off tests for the labs. Uh, found something interesting on her kidney that I'm going to have tested out. I have not seen before. Uh, but it looks there was some stress of the heart. She was not a healthy, healthy girl. That's pretty obvious. Uh, looks like she had some uh, early signs of uh, heart disease. 
Uh, there was some stress to the heart, which makes me believe it was more of either a stroke or heart attack. Uh, but we don't know as far as blood alcohol levels or um, any other chemical imbalances uh, until we get these tests back. I'll send them to Seattle. Um, I'll contact um, Melissa there, see if I can't get a rush order on. And uh, it's just so fitting, isn't it? And uh, what we'll do is uh, we'll wait for hopefully this evening uh, to get word back that it you know, confirmed my suspicion uh, that it was a heart attack. Heart attacks can be brought on by uh, acts of terror. Uh, she was startled. You see a dog in the middle of the night. You have a large, you think maybe it's a wolf. Could happen. I did see the dog, I think. You did I was see leaving. the dog. Um, it's a scraggly looking, about the size of a Great Dane, but different. Didn't look like it belonged to anybody, so she wasn't, wouldn't be expecting it. It didn't look, it had no collar or anything like it didn't that. Didn't have a collar. Um, so a stray of some like sort. A stray. Yeah, it's very so, large. reason to believe if she wasn't expecting to see it uh, in in the dark, she could have perceived it to be anything—a wolf. Yeah. Uh, you know, it's odd though; is it only had seemed to only have one eye. I mean, it's not you know stra- horribly strange. But well, what it looked like whenever you actually shine the light in its face, it wasn't like it had one. Not that it had one eye, but it had like one good eye. Like the other eye was. Like, oh, the eye was there. Yeah, I didn't. I didn't say that, but that's that's what I mean. Should've so said. you didn't. I didn't see it to feed him from. Yeah, it was like a. Milky, like white. Uh, it was like a non-functioning, like its eyes had damaged been blind. or something. Yeah. Blinded, blinded eye, basically. Yeah, not missing, but but I mean, it's reasonable to believe she had heart issues, or she shows signs of heart issues. Um, great acts of, of being frightened of terror. Well, have caused her, her as you pointed out, her positioning was odd. It wasn't like she just had a heart attack and died, you know, which could be expected. At, you know, her. Well, it's not, it's not uncommon for the muscles to seize up during a heart attack. Um, that's yeah, actually but, what, you know. Well, that that is a strange case. Um, what also strange is that the whatever he said on top of the kidney um, seemed to be damaged and ruptured. And I'm not, that does not associate itself with a heart attack or stroke. So I'd like to find out what that is. Uh, but my preliminary findings is that she had some type of heart attack which caused her death. Yeah, okay. But again, we'll know more this evening. All right. Well, do you have any questions for me? I don't. Uh, it's right been now. one long night, and I still have much work to do. Now, where are you staying? Uh, Sheriff Long's house. Uh, All right, I'm, I'm at the hotel. Uh, <laughs> I hope you all can hear that if you're listening on the podcast. It's an awesome thunder. <laughs> uh, yeah, if I if I find anything, I'll I'll uh, I'll ring it. I'm sure the sheriff knows how to get a hold of it. Okay. Um, I'll pull the gloves off of the. You know, well, uh, okay. Do you want to see if we can find some breakfast before we get some sleep? I can breakfast. i got to send this off. Uh, shouldn't take me more than 20 minutes if you want to meet me up front. All right. Uh, the best place to go is the Riverview it's Cafe. It's okay. uh, there to boys. There's, in town. Makes a great breakfast, apparently. Is Bonnie still on duty? Uh, yeah. She's the end of her shift. I'm going to hand her my card. Oh. Oh, thank you. I'll call you if I need any investigating then. Very well. You have a good. You have a good uh, morning. I will. I'm gonna go up and I'll give her all the stuff. Mm-hmm. Uh, this needs to go to Melissa at the uh, Seattle Memorial right. Hospital. Um, and then when she does that, I'll pick up the phone and I'll make a phone call. Uh, Melissa, I guess the stuff sent it over to you. Right. Um, see if you can get back to me as fast as I can. Kind of right. explain to her what I think it is. Okay. 
Uh, but I need some results to give me some positive uh, confirmation. Sure, we'll put a rush on it. Okay. Uh, All right. You guys go have a nice breakfast. Uh, you go to the uh, go to the Riverview. Um, he said it's a it's a roadside diner, really great, you know, home cooking kind of thing, and uh, very popular. It's always busy in here, especially at breakfast time. Um, we're gonna fast forward a bit. You you guys kind of hit it off, talk, you know, for a while. And, okay. Uh, well, yeah. After that, so after breakfast, then I'm going back to the hotel. Yeah. I'm gonna call in. Right. And uh, file a report, and. Uh, then we'll get a little bit of sleep. Yep. Okay. Let me... Wake up about noon-ish, I guess. Okay. Let me think a little bit here. Okay. I, the rest of that day, you guys sleep, the rest of that day goes by. Kind of a lull. There's not much going on. Uh, waiting, I sleep through most of it. Yeah, waiting for the results, all that kind of thing. Um, you're basically in a holding pattern, too, waiting for, you know, to find out what really killed this woman or how she died or whatever. So... So actually the next day, you kind of got back on a normal sleep cycle. Uh, about 2 in the afternoon, Doc, you get a call at the, uh, the long house. Uh, the sheriff's wife, Sally, she's in the kitchen. You hear the phone ring. She picks it up. And she says, Drake, phone's for you. Thanks for this. is uh, Dr. William. This is Melissa. Uh, we got, I, I thought I'd go ahead and call you. We'll, we'll send you the results. But I thought I'd call you with, with something that we found that seemed kind of odd to us. Um, the 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 victim, mm-hmm. uh, the the damage to the adrenal glands was strange, and the toxicology or the I guess it's toxicology, maybe not, but the the blood work that we did on her, mm-hmm. she had the highest levels of adrenaline in her blood that we've ever seen. It's almost like her her adrenal glands produced so much so fast that they damaged themselves, and. The only thing we can think from the pictures that you that you showed was that this was this was absolutely a fright induced coronary. Uh, something happened to her that was so horrendous that it literally scared her into a heart attack and killed her. So I don't know what that says about circumstances where you found her and everything, but I thought I'd just pass that along before you get the rest of the results. Well, I appreciate it. It, it ties into what we were thinking. Um, okay. Yeah, well, I appreciate it. Uh, if you can send that over so I can close close the report. Sure. I've seen a couple times people <coughs> stressed uh, stress causing a heart attack, but I've never seen anything like this. This is beyond. This is off the chart. I, I don't know what this is. Okay. Well, I appreciate it. Thank yeah. you for uh, for all the work in, in the rush. No problem. And I should be back no later than uh, Thursday. Right. The uh, okay. You hang up. The sheriff comes down comes down the steps, and he's got a suit on. He's like, "Yeah, hey, we're gonna go to the gonna go to the funeral. That's today." So, um, what'd you find out on the phone there? Yeah, I just got off the phone. Um, it was a heart attack, just like I presume. Um, but it was odd. Um, the uh, blood work showed that her adrenaline levels were uh, higher than we've ever seen in, in an individual. It leads us to believe, um, well, it's kind of hard to say, but that she was frightened to death. All right. Well, Whatever event took place out in that field, Whatever she saw scared her so much that released so much adrenaline. Because when you actually are scared, your adrenaline is released, right, right. Um, released to a, to a point of actually damaging um, the gland, causing her to go into a, a, a 
system shock heart attack. So that's odd. That, that we've not seen that. Hmm. Uh, we've seen stress what? heart attack, stress induced. Never uh, fright. What in the hell could have happened out there in that clearing that she could have seen that would have um, done to her that could have done that? The uh, the detective, uh, Prezarin. No, the FBI agent. Yeah, um, he said that he saw a large stray um, wrapping up the crime scene. Um, would match the, I guess, paw print that we saw next to the body. Um, I don't know. Well, I've never, I mean, I've seen a lot of mean dogs in my life, but I've never seen a dog that we enough to scare somebody to death. It doesn't make sense. Nope. You mind calling the agent Trezarin and telling him that? i got to get out to the funeral. Yeah, of course. All right, thanks. Is he takes off. Okay. Your Whatever phone rings. the number is. Your phone rings. Bonnie answers. <laughs> <laughs> I guess I have the wrong number. I'm sorry. No, no, no. He's here. <laughs> she answers the phone. Uh, yeah. Ancient... Uh, Yes. Aaron. It is, yes. Uh, Dr. Williams just got off the phone with uh, Seattle. It was uh, it was indeed a heart attack. Um, her adrenaline levels were so high that it points to <laughs> it, it points to the fact that she was frightened to death. Okay. And it doesn't it doesn't sound right. It it doesn't feel right. Uh, something's frightened her. Whatever was in that field frightened her to the point that. The adrenaline that was released was so much into her body that it actually caused her heart to fail. For those of you listening, I have no medical background at all. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, right. Well. Okay. I don't either. That's what I came up with. It works for the story. So. <laughs> I'm trying. Um. All right. Well, um, I'll, uh, I'm gonna, I'll swing by the sheriff's office momentarily, okay? I mean, I'll meet you at the house. house. Uh, I can meet you at the office. I'm expecting some paperwork to be uh, faxed over. Okay. They all right. Have they have faxes. Yeah. yeah. Um. All right. We cut to another scene. Yeah. We're, sure, bounce, we're bouncing now, around all over. We see um, something moving through the woods, daytime, but dark, cloudy, still dark forest. From from the perspective of something moving through the woods. Something you know shorter than you figure. It's a dog. You hear the growling noises it's making. It's panting breath as it's moving through the through this forest, and it comes out and stops at the edge of a yard, and it's watching. And what it sees is a car that pulls up to this little house. A woman steps out of the car, who looks like she is. She's dressed rather nicely, as if she's been somewhere formal, like to church or. Something like that. Funeral. A funeral, perhaps. She gets out of her car and walks towards her house. And you hear this noise of this happy bark. And this big basset hound bounding out at her from around the house. And she says, oh, sunshine, I'm so glad to see you. And she pets the dog and they both go into the house. And we cut back to you at the sheriff's office. So you should have made the dog's name Moondoggy and had the woman's name Sunshine. <laughs> no, her name is nothing like Sunshine at all. I would be confused on this one. Uh, you guys meet up at the sheriff's office. Yes. Um, the receptionist is there, but a few deputies, but the sheriff's is there. So, so what are you guys going to do? All right. So, uh, I've never... Neither do I. I mean, you know, there's talk that... You, know, you can be scared to death, of course, and that's something said many, many, many times, but really? That's possible. 
it's a very, very, well, it's, it's to me, as long as I've been in, in the practice, I've never seen it, or I've not heard of it, but it's possible. I mean, the body will produce the adrenaline to do it, but it has to be an act of terror that's beyond your comprehension. It's coffee and donuts there. I'm good. <laughs> as you're talking I have a donut. I'm not. <laughs> you hear the front door open, and it's the sheriff's coming back. You all are like in a conference room there in a glass window, and he sees you. He walks in rather quickly, and he goes, Hey, boys, Agent Trezarin, I saw that damn dog you're talking about. Ugliest dog, isn't it? Yes, I did. One eye, or like a blind in one eye? It uh, looked like it had a bad eye. The other one was kind of yellow-colored. I didn't see yellow last night. But... Well, this was daylight, but I, I saw it at the cemetery. How far away is the cemetery from the uh, woman's mobile home? Oh, that's on the other side of town. But yeah, they were they were putting her in the ground, and I looked over on the hillside, and that there was that dog. It was just sitting there, just looking there, at us. Did Margie own another dog? Uh, nope, just had the one. That's very queer behavior. Yeah, it's kind of funny. You're just sitting there looking at. It. I mean, it, I don't know. I looked like it was. Have you seen the dog in this town? No. It's a small area. No, no, no. Never seen that dog before. Now your deputies spotted out. Uh, I asked around. Nobody said they'd seen it. So, uh, I don't know. But Who's in charge of your weird. strays around here? Uh, well, we don't have a we don't have a particular dog catcher. We generally take care of it ourselves if something comes up, but we usually don't have any trouble. But, yeah, that's the damnedest thing. Uh, they, uh, you know, as soon as, as soon as, uh, everybody was... Um, saying their last goodbyes, uh, then you know they uh, they just they jumped up and took off. It sat and, back and watched the, the entire funeral and left when it was finished. Mm-hmm. It did well the entire time in the cemetery anyway. Right. Today's just full of queer coincidences, isn't it? Okay. Well, so maybe we maybe we have a murderous dog. Well, more likely, his owner is uh, up to no good if he thinks there's somebody involved in it. I don't know what a dog would do. Right. It was a joke. Oh, okay. Sorry. This isn't a joke. I mean, it's clear across, it's clear across town. Follow the same, follow the same person, basically. Uh, it's just a coincidence, I'm sure. I would totally agree. But there's strange, there any other strangers besides us in town? Well, no, I mean, there's always, you know, people coming through, you know, headed up to the mountains or, you know, loggers or something, truck drivers. I mean, they're... Yeah, nobody hanging about suspiciously. Nobody that uh, we've taken an interest in, that's for sure. Hell of a thing, hell of a thing. He grabs a donut, starts chomping on it. Well, good donuts, I'm going to go get out of my uh, suit here and uh, leave you boys whatever you were doing. Just contemplating the uh, situation. Well, what's a, what do you, uh, is there any, is there any reason to suspect foul play in her, her death or anything? Not really. I, I don't, in my professional opinion, like I said, it's an odd thing to see it, but. Right, right. There's no evidence that there was foul play. I mean, she was scared to death. Right. <laughs> I guess if I'm faced in a spooky night and you turn around not to expect to see something, and I guess it could happen. I guess. I guess it could. And a woman that has that had uh, evidence of heart failure anyway. 
heart disease, it's uh, it's something that we can definitely uh, close up as soon as I get the final report back. Sure. Yeah, I've already filed a report concerning her other transgressions. So, uh, if we All right. determine that this uh, one's caused this, then I'll be on my way as well. I think uh, I've got a couple more days. Uh, I'm going to do some, maybe, quail uh, hunting in the morning. Sure. Sounds good to me. Really? You want to come with us, Agent Cesare? Quail hunt. Ever do any hunting? Pheasant hunting. Whatever the hell they do back then. <laughs> <laughs> they had quail back then. <laughs> you know, was it a popular thing you know, to go do? I mean, I would have said skeet, but I don't know if it did skeet. I'm pretty sure quail and pheasant hunting have been around for many, many, many years. So you want to go? Uh, sure. All right. We'll catch you all up in the morning. All right. We'll cut to another scene. <laughs> Sunshine dies. <laughs> I think I want this to go. We're not going to go quail hunting, are we? <laughs> Maybe not. <laughs> But we're all going to go to the scene in some goofy-ass <laughs> outfit. All right. Um, I got my rubbers on. I, you can't look any more ridiculous than you guys did yesterday, though, right. honestly. You had to have been in, like, you know, the vest with the, fly, oh, but, the but, hats with the fly. But now it's the, the orange one with the orange vest. <laughs> that um, orange, that, that ugly orange sock hat with the ball. I don't need orange, dude. You're not hunting deer. We're not worried about that. We're worried about a look. A look. Okay. <laughs> We go back to uh, to the little house where we were before, where the very nicely dressed but rather large lady had apparently come back from the funeral or the church or somewhere. Um, They're going after the fatties. We see we see the basset hound, Sunshine, standing out in the driveway. Nose to nose, this mongrel, yellow-eyed dog. The dog, the ugly one, turns and trots off into the woods. Sunshine, the basset hound, turns around and begins barking quite loudly at the house. Then it runs to the end of the driveway, looks down the road, turns around and barks at the house. Barks enough that the lady comes out. The dog starts jumping up and down and barking, looking down the road, looking back at the woman as she comes down the driveway. Sunshine, what's wrong? What are you barking at? The dog steps out into the road. Ooh, that's spooky. <laughs> the lady's like, Sunshine, get out of the road. The dog looks down the road, turns back to the woman, barks. <laughs> The woman runs down there. Sunshine, get out of the road! She runs out to get the dog. The dog jumps out of her arms, leaps across the road, and the big logging truck comes around the curb. <laughs> Bam! Hits the lady. Smashes her all over the road. We cut back to you guys. The freaking dog killed her! <laughs> <laughs> but you don't know that. that was a of course I don't know that. What the freaking dog... The other dog told the dog to kill her. Just like the other dog told the little yuppie dog to go out there and... Uh, yep. Um, so where do you all go after it's the... It's a dog revolt. After the police station. Wow. We're going quail hunting in the morning. I guess we're well, going... Yeah. I'm going to get a shotgun and all some right. shells. Alright. Well, <laughs> you go back... of getting armed. Well, I mean, that's, I, I, that's what I'm going to go do. I mean... We can go back to, to the longhouse, you know, and have dinner, and they you get ready for hunting. You go back and have dinner at the hotel, Yeah. whatever. Uh, the phone rings. I'll get it. All right. I'm a guest. I'm going to count on Yeah, you pick it up. Uh, long residence. It's Deputy Jones. Uh, I didn't talk to the sheriff. All right, just a second. Uh, Carmine. All right. He gets up. Gets up the phone. Yeah. What? Are you shitting me, son? All right, I'll be right there. He hang, hangs the phone up. He's like, we had an accident the other side of town. Uh, lady got lady got plowed by a logging truck out in front of her house. Uh... <laughs> 
I look over at Jack. I picked one damn weekend to come down. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Sleepy town. And he looks at you and he says, the weird thing is, her dog's standing there on the porch howling like crazy. He's like laughing. Yeah. He hangs the phone up. Your phone rings. Answer. Agent Trezarin. Yeah. That's something something you need to you need to know about. Because uh, a lady is dead. Yeah, she one. got she got hit by a, a eighteen wheeler logging truck. I don't need to go. There's nothing <laughs> yeah. left. Just <laughs> smear in the room. She got hit by a truck. But the strange thing is, her dog is standing on her porch, howling just like that cocker spaniel was. Can you, you come? Have a lot of dogs in this town. I don't. I don't know what's going. on. Can you come with me? All right. I'll meet you at your house. All right. So you have to ask. I'll go with you. All right. All right. Agent shows up. Agent Trezarin. You all head to this house on the other side of town. Uh, you get there, the deputies have the road blocked. and The truck's there. The truck driver's out of the truck. He seems very upset. The dog, you can hear it howling up on the porch of her house. Um, they've got the body covered in a sheet. What body? <laughs> well, the smear mark? She was pretty big. There's just a lot of blood. Yeah. <laughs> The truck's damaged pretty good. <laughs> right. There's a big. There's, the truck goes like this, and there's a dent. <laughs> right, right. Uh, it seems a little different though than the the previous dead body you were at because it's a pretty nice little house. Everything's well kept. You know, it's you know. What would have caused her to step out in the road? Sure, gets out and he goes, "Ah, oh, damn, that's Teresa." You know, works at the Quick Stop. You all have been to the little convenience store and you've seen the big lady there that was uh, waiting on you and you're like, oh yeah, okay. Oh, I Let's remember who that was. I couldn't tell. Like, oh shit, so, what happened here? I didn't see in the room. I don't know. Start looking around. Okay, you start looking around. Um, I don't even have, have you make rolls. Guess what? You find the big <coughs> dog print. Um, but you're looking at things and it's like, you know, her mailbox wasn't in the right place where she would have been like going to check her mail or something. You don't know why she was you know, it doesn't really, you don't understand why she's okay. here. Is she got a fence around her house? Yeah, she's probably got a fence. Okay. And the dog is on the porch right now? Yeah, but it's not like a, I'm not thinking like a dog, a fence to keep your dog in. You know, a white picket fence type yeah, of thing. Yeah, that's sort of. Well, that's what I'm. More for look than functionality. More for looks, yeah. It doesn't like block off the road. Or oh, no, no gate. No, no gate. Okay. All right. Next to the woods, though. Um, the see, I mean, we see the dog print. Was she running from the dog? Yeah, I want to. Okay, good point. You do see her prints. It looks like she was running towards the road. Running towards the road. It looks but like I... her dog had been down here, too. <clears throat> and where in conjunction is the big dog? Uh, it's up the road a ways. You see it yeah, like there, in some of the basset hound prints, and then it went off into the woods. It so, wasn't down here. So she was so running the, so the white the, the, the fence and the basset hound prints, big dog prints on the other side, right? Yeah. And then... Basset print. Yeah, you you see and the enough, old lady, uh, you, old, old bigger lady. You see enough to piece together that the other dog was here with her dog, and that she chased her dog into the road. You can piece that together from the footprints. You tell me that. Yeah, I can't put that together. I, well, no, I, t- I tell you that, and I'm, I'm thinking to myself, well, maybe the basset ran after the big dog. That was you my know? thought. Is that but the, the big dog's prints didn't go down here. Oh, didn't no, go down in a no. different spot. Well, maybe the maybe the basset just went out there to bark. She went to go get him. And an unfortunate, unhappy accident, and the trucker didn't see her. Oh, the, the trucker, if you talk to him, he's like, "I don't, I don't understand. I don't know what happened. Her dog, the dog was in the road and was barking, and she chased it out into the road right in front of me. Chased the dog out the road, so she just tried to. So get you her missed dog. the dog. 
I mean, you missed the dog and got out of the way. <laughs> I mean, it, it jumped to the side and left her standing here. Well, it chases cars. It's, it's used to it. It's never, I've never seen it out here before. You come down here a lot? Yeah, this is my normal route. I've never seen the dog out here. And then the other, the other one didn't come out on the road at all. What other one? They're mangy looking one with one eye. Yeah, I couldn't really tell that uh, good, but yeah, it just stood in the woods and watched. What kind of road is this? It's like paved road. Yeah. Straight stretch around the corner. It's curved. It's curved. Yeah. So he wouldn't have seen her. Right. Um, I'm not an investigator, but I'd like to at least take your blood alcohol level. Sure. If I could. Yeah. Yeah. They have breathalyzer. He's, right. he's clean. And then I'm gonna take her blood alcohol level. Yeah. She's a mess. Well, I'm just yeah, needing blood, so I'm gonna find it no, across yes. the road. I mean, right. Right. Uh, get her to the morgue. You know. The sheriff's like, are you gonna? I mean. What do you think? Do you, I mean, do we need to... Well, you at least want to make sure. Okay. Um, you want to make sure that she didn't have any kind of drugs in her system that would make her hallucinate or anything like that. All right. Anybody All see right. her today? Uh, the sheriff says, yeah, I believe she was at the funeral. And the funeral ended at what time? See. I know uh, about... I know, well, uh, I look at the clock and go, yeah. you came back at 2, I would say. Yeah. Okay. So about four hours? Before yeah. having dinner? You pretty well figured that she probably, I mean, you'll have to get a more exact time of death, but it's pretty obvious. You figure it was probably an hour or two hours after those ovals happened. Do we know Can when we she tell? died? Because the truck driver said at 3.33, I hit the woman. Yeah, hit her, yeah. <laughs> right. I called yeah. 911. Yeah. And I know she's a mess, but is she still in fancy dress per se? No, she changed into just kind of casual clothes. We'll give her the more so I can do some... Okay. Toxicology tests. All right. And, um, and the dog is your is actual coroner around? Uh, yeah. I mean, I can get him, but. Well, with this being a, a second incident in two days, I'd like for more than just myself to get him. Okay. All right. You don't sound very thrilled with that. You're drunk. Well, maybe we can get him off the bottle long enough to give us his oh, professional he's opinion. It's over now, but. You never know. All right, I'll call him Doctor Jacobson. That's it. I'm pretty Sam Jacobson. He'll be the next one to die. Mm. Okay, the dog. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So autopsy. This one. Guess you know. Uh, she doesn't have the same. She wasn't scared to death. I'm not, but, yeah, I'm just looking for yeah cocaine. Oh no, marijuana. Any kind of hallucinating or drugs that would mess you up or cause no. you to do things irrationally. No, you don't. You don't get into that. Once that clears it, she have any neighbors? Uh, yeah, yeah. Go talk to neighbors. Okay. What are you gonna ask the neighbors? Where were you about three thirty? What you get is basically you hear they heard the truck, the truck's brakes squealing, and nobody saw it. But you do get you do get one guy that said, "I did see that dog though hanging around her house." That dog's a suspect in a murder Two murders. No, obviously not really, but that's so odd. Did you hear anything else around that time besides the truck or barking or anything? No, uh, I didn't hear the, the, the basking barking. Now, how long you lived there next to, uh, what's her name again? Her Teresa. Name Teresa Winters. How long have you lived next to Miss Winters? 16 years. 16 years. How old that dog, roughly? That basking him? Yeah. 10 years. Okay, so you've known that, been around the her pet since... Sunshine? Yeah. Laziest damn dog I've ever seen. Lazy. 
Yep. He went, out, went outside to do his business. Other than that, he stayed inside. And so we always laughed at him. He's so lazy. You never, you've never in ten years seen the dog go out into the road for any reason. Nope. Nope. Anytime the dog's outside and the car pulls up in the driveway, it runs the other way. It's afraid of cars. It's afraid of cars. Mm-hmm. Don't know why in the world it would have been down there in the road. Doesn't make any sense. All right. Well, thank you. All right. To jot down the person's name is talking to you. Okay. Uh, she, uh, strange thing. Like I said, she was a large lady, about the same size as the other lady. Went after the fatties. Uh huh. You scared. I don't know any of this. <laughs> yeah. Uh, that's your, that, I mean, that's the fact you had before you. They were rather large ladies and they had dogs. Chris, what was the reason for them smeared across it? It hates fat people. <laughs> it hates fat people. I didn't. Okay, I'm gonna go back. What to it you. was is the dog's owner was really fat and never fed him, so he's going after all the fatties. <laughs> right. I'm gonna go back to you. What's Doctor Jacobson? Yeah, he comes in and he helps you. He's a kind of scrawny old man, bald glasses. Eyes he's lived here all his life. Eyes yeah. look like coals. Right. Um, this Mrs. Winters. Uh, he doesn't carry a ther- <laughs> thermos with him all the time, does he? <laughs> he might, but he's not drinking right now. You know her very well. Other than just at the quick stop. Well, um, I I spoke to her a few times. Uh, you know, people kind of know each other around here, so I wouldn't say we're friends, but I, you know, we were an acquaintance. I could say. It seemed like she'd be the kind of person that would just dart out in the middle of the road without at least looking. No, I mean, she loved that dog though. So if she thought it was going to get hit, I don't know. Maybe she might. You know, that's not out of the realm of possibility. In the police report, because there would have been one, mm-hmm. and I would have it. Which way was she facing when she was struck? At the truck or away from the truck? Uh, probably neither. Probably hit her in the side. Side. Yeah, she's running across the road, because the dog went across the road. Lisa says she was chasing after the dog. Stupid thing. Yeah, that's all. I mean, he says that's what makes sense to me, is that, uh, but it, it seems odd to me, though. They have two deaths of large women, and their dogs are involved, so I don't, I don't, that seems strange. Well, I don't think the dogs are involved. Yeah, but if one woman goes and looks for her dog in the woods, and her she winds up frightened to death, another woman chases after her dog into the street. It's an odd coincidence, but well, I, know. I, I would hope that your professional opinion is not that the dog has something to do with it. Well, It's no. your fault! It's your fault! Yeah. No, I she don't. love you to death. <laughs> I don't say that. I say it's uh, it's strange, but uh, you know uh, what are we going to say if it happens a third time? I would hope that you wouldn't joke like that. Um, all I'm saying is, if I'm a large woman in town who owns a dog, I might want to be watching what's going on. Maybe not. Maybe I'm just still. Uh, Maybe you should bring that to the sheriff that all large women with dogs should stay in toys. <laughs> You can bring that to him. Except but I want to be there when it's success. We're going to confiscate all the dogs of large women in town yeah. until further notice. Until further notice. Uh, yeah. So we could round up and kill a scraggy one-eyed dog. That's I'm, I'm going to rule it as an unfortunate accident. Of course. What else could it be? Damn, 82. Now it wasn't on the air yet. What? Next file. <laughs> <laughs> All right. It's Cujo, I'm telling you. Mm-hmm. All right, we're going to skip forward now. Skipping <laughs> <laughs> forward. Uh, forward. I leave on Thursday. Right. On Wednesday, <laughs> on Wednesday is Teresa Winter's funeral. Do uh, the sheriff's going to go. Do you guys want to go? 
I sure. See I need to go. Okay, you gonna go? I'm gonna go. I'm quail hunting. We was Sher- quail hunting the day before. Yeah, right. sheriff. Sheriff, are you quail hunting by yourself? <laughs> I mean, damn it! I came up for a nice weekend not to be a forensic scientist. You go to the uh, you go to the cemetery after the funeral. Yes, yeah, and it's it's on the hillside. You can well, shut the door. You can. Uh, it's on the side of the hill. Woods behind it. And, <laughs> We're <man>. done. <laughs> I solved it. And, yeah, as you're going through the burying process, you see that dog sitting up on, on, on a ridge there, just watching. Everybody's still around, or, or is this like finishing up and they're putting her into the ground? It's I mean, as it's, soon as the cars pull up and the hearse pulls up, you see the dog sitting over there. Almost like it was sitting here waiting. It was here before anybody else was. Because it knew what they were burying This there. is nuts. It obviously must live at cemetery. At one, at what point does player character knowledge? <laughs> I know. I'm trying to know. Right. You don't know. But 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 think about it though. It would be really weird, you know. Okay. That the dog is sitting there it again. Would be extremely weird. I'm gonna. You know what this feels eye, like? I'm gonna make uh, eye contact. This with feels me. very much like Stephen King type book. <laughs> right. So it's actually an alien. Right, I mean, it just kind of has that feel to it. I'm going to glance at the sheriff, make eye contact with him. He looks and he, he kind of nods his head, like, yep, I see it too. And he goes, kind of nods his head. So, yeah, back out and uh, get away from the, back out away from the funeral and right. uh, kind of meander my way that way. All right. You're going to try to, like, slip around the... Yeah, try to. The, okay. You can kind of go out among some of the tombstones and the trees and kind of, like, Come up to the side of that little ridge behind the cemetery where the dog's sitting, and you get, I don't know, 50 yards away from it. And it's just sitting there, and it's panting. And uh, it turns and looks at you, and it's got, you know, that one kind of milky white eye, one kind of yellowish, you know, like a wolf lab, kind of like a golden kind of eye, kind of like that. And it looks at you, and it stands up, it turns around and starts to walk away, looking back over its shoulder at you. With a good eye. With a good eye. With a bad eye. I still want to just shoot the damn thing. <laughs> I do. <laughs> oh, bloody hell. Is it just, tr- just casually walking away? Casually walking away. And it's looking back at you, and it stops. And it just turns around and, and turns around facing you and looks at you. And then it turns around and starts walking on, looking back behind at you. <laughs> I'm trying. <laughs> so, I, I'm watching Jaws. I, I, I might shoot the damn thing if the funeral wasn't going on down there. Well, they're wrapping up. I know they're wrapping up, but <laughs> sorry. Like, what the hell? I'm a, uh, you know, go on, get out of here. You know, just try to chase the dog off. All right, it stops. It stops. Yep. And it turns around and looks at you. Go on! It kind of lowers its head. Stops panting. It's like you're lucky you're not a fat one with dog. (laughs) (laughs) Pull my gun up. Alright. Get out of here! Alright. I'm more than you! (laughs) (laughs) I will shoot you! I want to shoot you, you freaking ninja dog. You, uh, you pull the gun out, and it stops. 
and it looks at you. There's a bunch of people down down below, right? Yeah, they're going back to their cars. Yeah. What's the sheriff doing? Did he just stay down there, or he just did he, he walk, leave too? He walked back to his car. He's walking back to his car, and he's talking to people. Um, the dog turns away, turns around, and starts to trot away, and it it takes up in a run and kind of runs up this ridge and down below it, back behind the cemetery. Quinn just got eaten. Yeah. Uh, I'll make my way back down. All right. Okay, make your way back down. The sheriff says, well, did, did you know what you see? I found it. Yeah? You ran off, I guess? Well, it did eventually. But the people here didn't want to just, you know, keep firing shots. Well, which way to go? Let's go. Let's go kill it. I'll round up the boys. Yeah, I know. Well, it went over the ridge. All right, let's go. All right, let's see if we can find it. Yeah, he's chasing the ball. What's our number one suspect right now? <laughs> yeah, I know. It was at both crime scenes. Well, a, hopefully, uh, call it's, hopefully, house. like the sheriff said, it's trained, and you know the owner is somewhere nearby, and right. it's going back home. That's the, you get a call. Uh, Long residence. Yeah. Hey, it's sheriff. Hey, uh, Sally is not here. We're uh, we're uh, we think we know which way this dog headed off. Okay. We're gonna see if we can find bring your uh, bring your shotgun and join us. Might be fun. You like to hunt? Why not? All right. Come on out to the cemetery. It's gotta be your. I really can't believe we're going on a dog hunt. I know it's and it's like, I know, yeah. Like I said, it, it's the owner's got to be around nearby. It's got trained somehow. Right. So, find him. Gotta be. Gotta find him. Oh, gotta find its owner. Right. So you all gather up at the cemetery. It's about four thirty. What gender were the pet owners' dogs? Uh, females. Both of them are females. Mm-hmm. Yep. That actually might be important. Well, I was thinking if once we figure out that you know. <laughs> well, my first thought is to what would make the dogs go a little nuts would be a female and he versus two male dogs. But, you know, if there are female dogs, it makes no sense. Move on. Let's go shoot it. Right. I tried to reason with it. It just wouldn't reason with me. I tried to chase it off. I tried to chase the dog off. Just... Before we're done, we'll be talking to this thing. <laughs> so you got the sheriff and the deputy, and then you got you two guys. Yeah. It's like, all right. Which way do you go? On over the ridge. It's not right. ATVs and take all that way. Kind of on foot. On foot? Yeah. Not that ATV. On foot. So we can get away faster. We can get away faster. <laughs> when we find out that this thing's more than just a dog. <laughs> yeah, it can't be. It's got to be, you know, people. Right. Um, all right. Four thirty so, evening in the northwest. Yeah. Awesome. Yeah. So you head off um, up into the uh, up into the woods, back behind the cemetery, and yeah, pretty dark in there. Kind of misty, kind of rainy. Um. But you all wander around for a while, looking here and there for signs of the dog. Make me some perception checks. Some perception checks? Like perception multiples? Checks, yeah. No, just each of you make a perception check. Damn, I'm going good tonight. Yeah. I really am. Make sure that it is what I think it is. It is. I made it by 65. Wow. I rolled out seven. Wow. Let's see. I made it by... Uh, 60, 57. Okay, I made it by 57. So, you guys, uh, the the sheriff and the deputy have split off to go up the hill, and you guys have gone around, farther around the back of the cemetery, 
are kind of going around that direction. So you guys are Actually, split 59. up. You guys are on your own. Uh, but you see a big, uh, um, a big patch of mud, and you see these big dog prints in it. So it's pretty fresh. I have my weapon drawn. Okay. But you, you have I've got a shotgun. shotgun. You okay. can't shoulder a shotgun. Or right. I can't holster a shotgun. Right. Right. <laughs> <laughs> well, you can. Right. Got to saw off the barrel. You uh, you walk along the way you think that it might have been going, and you are you're not too far off from the cemetery in the woods, and the ground opens up into this little clearing on this hillside. It's full of uh, ferns everywhere, a couple big moss-covered boulders. In the middle of this, um, you see this tree. It's a very very odd-looking tree. It's not a spruce tree, not a fir tree, not a pine tree. It looks like some sort of a, you know, a leafy deciduous tree, you know, like an oak or a hickory or something. It's odd. But it's right in the middle of this clearing, and it's, it is, it's got these odd-looking blackish-green leaves, and the trunk is, like, really smooth. And they're kind of pale-looking. Um, the It's about 50 feet high. And the uh, the leaves kind of droop over, sort of like a willow tree, kind of. It's got big roots at the bottom, big roots everywhere. And uh, you see the dog sitting there at the base of the tree. There's your dog. Just sitting there looking at you. 4.30, 5 to 5 o'clock at night? Uh, it's about 5.30 now. It's getting close to dark. We'll go kill the thing so we can get home before it's dark. Yeah. And I'm sorry, how far away was it from where we're at? About 50 yards. About 50 yards. Just just shot with a pistol. Just sitting there, panting, looking at you. Well, you're just shooting a pistol with a shotgun. A pellet might hit it. That's a deal. Right. Uh, so I work on getting it closer. Okay. I'm standing back. You get about 30 yards away, and it stands up. On all fours? Yep. <laughs> he said that last time. He said it stands up, and I'm like, stands up? Like, on twos, it starts to grow. I'm shooting. Okay. I'm shooting. I'm shooting. Okay, so what you do is you're going to roll a specific check under your skill. I'm going to roll a defense column. Okay. Oh, I got seven. Now, is that, do I need to, need to know by how much? Yes, I do. All right, so that's... Mm. 40 by 45. Okay, on column seven, 45 difference is an M result. So, that is 2 die 10 times 2 damage. 2 die 10 times 2? Yes, sir. Damn. Uh, So, that's 26 points of damage. All right. That's... Your first shot goes off and hits the thing um, in the shoulder. Uh, you're going to take another shot because you Does do it two. Yelp. Well, I'm assuming you're going pop, blam, pop. blam, right? Okay. So we'll we'll resolve the second shot. Um, what did I say last time? I don't know. Four. All right. Did you roll the same thing? Just about 40, 47 difference. Okay, that's an end result. So same damage. 2 die 10 times 2. That's because we're almost doing that. Um, tw- uh, 12 points. Okay. It would have been a lot better the first time. So you shoot. 
one bullet hits it in the in the in the shoulder. The other one hits it in the leg. So pop pop, and it uh it sort of jumps back and it lets out this. <laughs> you don't know if it's a growl or a bark or what. It's kind of like a almost sounded like it said something. I mean, it was weird. And uh, you're you're just hanging back, right? I'm 20 yards behind because I didn't leave the 50 yard. Right. I was like, go do what you do. Right. Uh, well, the sheriff's it, heard this too. It it jumps back and makes that noise, strange, and it runs around the other side of the street. Uh, okay. And he says, so I can't really hardly, I mean, I can barely see things. Yeah. I just got eaten. No, but you just get this weird sensation. It's like your your skin just suddenly went cold, and you don't know what I mean. What happened? But that that whatever it whispered or whatever. Yeah, and I don't know. It weirded you out. It's like, what was that? I mean, you almost it's like you felt something in the air when that happened. Just hit do I have briefly. sense in the unknown? Everybody does. Yeah, everybody does. Yeah. <laughs> That's probably what he rolled. Yep. <laughs> but it, it runs around the side of the tree. You don't see it run away. It just goes around the other side of the tree. Um, I want to try to work my... I'm not going to run into the tree. I'm going to try to work my way around Okay. so I can see it. All right. You work your way around the other side of the tree. I don't know. Something's burning. It's got to be one of these candles. Yeah, something is burning. Maybe a... Maybe... I think it's this... You think? Mm-hmm. I don't see anything on fire other than candles. No, it's almost out. And it's, the, yeah. It's probably one of those that's starting to burn that metal. Yeah. Or heat the metal up to a point where it's going to start smelling. So when you walk around the other side of the tree, you don't see the dog. But what you do see is between two big roots of this tree, you see this big hole in the ground. Oh, I'm <laughs> you know, a burrow. It's about four feet wide. You know, five feet long, kind of oval shaped. You see it? There's a, uh, a burrow in the tree, uh, in between the roots of the tree. Well, you caught it in the shoulder. Pretty and good. Le- in the leg, too. Went down there to die. It'll bleed out. Yeah. It's a bullet hole, and you don't you don't tend to those. It'll be fatal. Got a point. Crawling right there to die. I'm not calling in after it right now. I mean, that's, uh, you know, the corner would be kind of. It is still free, then it's going to be free. Well, no, you you cornered it, and that's that's dangerous. Where's the sheriff? I didn't hear the gunshot. Should well, be here in one way, though. Yeah, they went around the other way. Uh, I'm going to uh, just kind of shine my light in there. You know, get move around a little bit to where I can shine my light in there, but I'm not going in. Okay. All right. When you get close, where are you at? When he's looking at fifty hole. yards back. Okay, Have you moved around where you yeah. can see this hole or not? You're not telling me you're peeped out. Outside. I'm not a Schuster. <laughs> so I'm making him describe everything to me. Let me see how this works. This is where I should have been running. When he snaps up to get you. Well, the tree comes alive. Yeah, it's the Harry Potter tree. <laughs> right. Weird, creepy tree near cemetery. All I'm missing is the headless horseman. Maybe this is his dog. It's Uncle. It's a uh, Uncle Sirius, Cyrus. Okay. Where are my evil way disciplines? <laughs> That's awesome. Yeah. 
Hey, XL, psychic. <laughs> and if I wasn't, I am now. <laughs> I'm an inside kind of person. Yes. I work in the basements. I enjoy my job. I'd like to go back to my job and not be part of my job. On the slab for old Mr. Jenkinson. Jacobson, rather. Okay, here's what happens. What's your willpower? 56. <laughs> you, as you're looking in the hole, you see this yellow eye suddenly in the hole, in the darkness, and all of a sudden you realize you can't move. You're on the other side of the tree, so you don't see this. I'm just sitting there waiting, yeah. waiting for the sheriff to show up, really. Yeah, well, well, the sheriff's probably a ways off. I mean, this has only been a matter of a few seconds, so you don't figure he's... I have no reason to go around the tree. Right, but you don't hear your friend move. I hear him moving or anything? Nope. Uh, uh, Scott? Well, let's, let's not play games, Scott. <laughs> he didn't say anything back. <laughs> Quit playing. No response. Uh, all right, I'm going to jack a shell. Mm-hmm. Uh, 50 yards already. away. Yeah. <clears throat> kind of walk around until I can see whatever he was wearing. You see the hole, this hole in the tree trunk, the tree roots. You don't see your friend at all. You didn't see him run away. didn't see him move around. You walked around the tree. You didn't hear him, and he vanished. And you see this big gaping hole underneath the tree. Now, you... <laughs> <clears throat> You're being eaten. Uh... You, all of a sudden, like I said, you saw that eye, and then you couldn't move. The next thing you saw was something come out of the hole, but it wasn't a dog. <laughs> <laughs> this humanoid-shaped, big creature, grayish skin, kind of yellowish, bristly hair. This big, almost like dog-looking head, huge jaw, big fangs, one single yellow eye right in the middle of its forehead. Big long arms with claws steps out of the hole and says, I am, and grabs you and pulls you into the hole. That's awesome. Right. <laughs> make a make a perception check, please. I don't know if I want to. I want to. Yeah, I've got it by 42. Okay. You hear the sounds inside the hole, like something is being drugged. Drugged? Yeah. You, uh, yeah, you begin to shake off this paralysis or whatever it is that you've got going on and this thing like like has you like by your hands and it's like dragging you into this hole has me by my hands yeah so i guess i don't have a gun in my hand no. anymore all right so it's on like this yeah and it's pulling you're laying on your back you're like being pulled through like mud <laughs> and wet earth you smell all this damp you know stuff it, it's dark you can see from the hole uh you can see out the hole there's still some light coming through into this tunnel but that's what we got. All right. Using my martial arts, I'm going to dig my shoulders into the ground and basically come up and kick okay. with both feet. All right. While you're doing that, what are you doing outside? Looking around like he's playing a trick on me. Like, where the hell are you? You don't see him, but you hear this. You hear noise inside the hole. Make me another perception check. Even better. Uh, 53. Okay, then you see his footprints and where he was... Drug into the hole. He was drug into the hole. You see drag marks. How was he drug? Was he drug like face first, you or see was like he... heel marks? And then you're pretty sure you see his gun laying in there, about five feet into the hole. <laughs> 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 this is the point where you run away. <laughs> <laughs> but at the same time, 
So I'm going to rip a piece of my jacket off. Okay. I'm going to pull my lighter out. I'm going to get close to the hole, light it, let it All catch, right. toss it into the hole, and look. All right. Well, while you're doing that, okay, we're over to you, and you're trying to use your martial arts to... I kicked, I lashed out with both feet, and I made it by 52. Mm, 52. Old, yeah. What I'm going to do is... I rolled a 17. Almost. Is that right? 17. Let me find it again. I found out what was smelling. I burnt my book. Oh, no. <laughs> Oh. Did you Where was that? that? Oh, it's on this candle back here, I guess. <laughs> well, it's good that you caught it. Yeah, no kidding. Okay, I'm going to compare that to its strength column, which is this one. And what did you get difference? 52. 52 difference. Okay, that's an H result. So. Is that good or bad? I don't know what H is. Well. C, I can figure out. H is one down from C, so. That's pretty good. I'm going to say that is going to allow you to break the hole of this thing. Is that what you're doing, trying to break the hole, or are you just trying to kick it? Well, I'm trying to kick it so it'll let Ah, let you're trying, so you're trying to damage it. Yeah. Okay, uh, that is 3d10 times 2 wounds, or stamina. Roll 3 tenths. Damn. That's a good. That's not 3 tenths. Times 2? Yes, sir. What is it? It's 22. Okay, you hit it in the gut, but it's yeah, it's pretty tough. You, but you, uh, it was a pretty solid hit, and uh, it it lets go its grip on you, and you hear it say, "Don't struggle; it spoils the meat." <laughs> I'm running out of. Uh, you I'm heard run, that? I'm running out of the hole if <laughs> I can. You, when you throw, okay, when you throw the 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 burning cloth in there, you see your buddy. Coming running out of the hole. Now, as you're running, though, this thing takes a swipe at you with one of its claws. I'm sure. I don't have, well, I'd have a backup, but I can't reach my backup while I'm running. Right. So, what's your martial arts level? Because this is kind of where Student. what would apply. No, I mean, your, I'm sorry, your score is what I should have said. Uh, 68. Nice. Okay. It takes a swipe at you with a claw. It's got pretty crappy agility. It does catch you though, and oh, yo! Yeah, oh. You take twenty points of stamina, and you get one light wound as it rips this claw down your back and draws blood. But you're running out of the hole. He comes running out of the hole. I got a shotgun pointed at the hole, shaking. <laughs> All right. <laughs> All right. Let's see. Let's see what he does when he runs out. Where's do I see my gun? It's laying there in the mud. Um, I'm standing over it. All right, I'm gonna die for my gun. Spin and fire. Right. You spin, die for your gun. Uh, you see this thing? I see it anything. It gets shot. Okay. I'm going uh, boom, sh- boom. Sh- you're right. <laughs> oh, oh yeah, I said run. One thing that I forgot though. So I know. Have you make fear checks? I'm pretty fearful. So let's make a fear check. That is a check against your current willpower. I need the difference. Is this him or both of you? I forgot to make one for you, so. I thought that's what you did whenever I froze. No, that was his discipline called Halt. 22. Uh, 22 difference. I made it by 22. Oh, you you made it by 22, right? Okay. Okay, Let's see this. (laughs) I made it by 13. (laughs) Okay. Alright, well, here's what happens. Uh, the result of that check is lily-livered for both of you. 
You both lose. Uh, let's see. You lose five points of willpower. And uh, Agent Trezarin, you lose five points of willpower. Um, let's see. You must flee. Now, was this before, or I guess this was before I, my stated action? Yeah, basically, because I should have had you made it anyway, so I let you get this far. Oh, then I would have kept running, I guess. Well, you're going to now, because you all are frightened so much that you have to flee. Uh, any com- uncompleted actions are canceled for this round. So, basically, the two of you are either going to run or cower in fear. But since you have the ability to run, you're going to run. Can I pick up a gun? Uh, sure, you can pick up your gun, but this thing just freaked you out so bad, you you both just ran. Gone. Yeah. Um it doesn't pursue you. Good. But you, you run for... Hopefully all the way to Seattle. Yeah. yeah. You run back into the woods and you run into the sheriff and the deputies are coming down. Like, whoa, what's wrong? What's wrong, boys? What the hell did you see? You look are we going to stop or are we going to keep running? I don't know how, you can, how scared you we are. You can slow down and stop at this point because it's been a little bit. Okay. Seconds. You need to get every gun you have and you need to go to the tree. You need to burn it down. You need to cut it down. You need to saw it down. You need to shoot what's underneath it. Well, what are you talking about? What are you it's talking not about? a dog. Wait, it's not a dog. What? It's not a dog. What's not a dog? And I'm going to take out, keep running. I I'm shot so, it. <laughs> Where are you going? <laughs> I told him what he needed to do, and I'm gone. <laughs> it sounds crazy, but it's not a dog. Okay, okay. it's not a dog. Well, what is it? Feed it to the fat women. Feed <laughs> it to the fat women. Bend up all the fat women in town. <laughs> if you run out of fat women, feed them pies. <laughs> Just so you know, I'm looking at it right now. The title of this adventure is Carbs Are Bad. <laughs> <laughs> that is awesome. Because they are. Oh, they're evil. Oh, wow. That is freaking awesome. So what? We got to... He, well, he wants us to burn the tree, the tree down or what? What's he talking about? Run! <laughs> From what? There's nothing chasing you. You're trying to look and yeah, there's, there's nothing chasing you. It's uh He's like, Well alright, you stay here. Look, Come on, look, Dippy, let's if go I said find out. if I said what it was right now, you I'd be locked up thinking I was crazy. Alright, well listen, don't say anything. Go on back with your friend and the deputy will check it out. Don't worry about it. No, no, that's not a good idea. Yeah, that is a good idea. I'm no. gonna go see what's down there. Wait, no. Let's come back in the morning. <laughs> when it's come on, Dippy. <laughs> you stay here. Can I go? Am I still that scared? No. Nope, you're over it now. I'm not. <laughs> I'm halfway back to the Winnebago. Sheriff, that's not a good idea. We need right. more firepower. All right. All right. It's Look, big. Listen, Look, listen. I don't know. It could be a bear. It's big. It's big. Really big. Could be a bear. Could be a bear. It's big. All right. All right. We need a lot more firepower. Uh, no, we don't. It's a bear. I got 357 Magnum right here. I take care of a bear. Come on, Debbie. Let's go. They take off. I can't. You're gone. <laughs> <laughs> I don't Are know you back to your car? I don't no, know. You, you, they called you. Oh, yeah. Yeah, you do have a great big old rip down the, you have your back, which you forgot about, and they didn't see. <laughs> I did forget. <laughs> I'm back to the Woody. I went back to the sheriff's house. Wait! I'm packing my shit, and I'm floating in the car. Actually, it took it took more than it took almost half it. of my stamina away. Uh, yeah. Look, I shine a light on my wound. Well, what'd you do? It did this. 
Hmm. Ow. I just remembered I was hurt. <laughs> well, I, you know, well, I was too scared to remember. Like, well, yeah, you need some medical attention. Yeah. We better get that taken care of. Yeah, let's go get All some right. medical All attention. Right. Let's go. All right. You're headed back to Seattle. I'm going to Seattle. <laughs> I've got boxes. I've got shit going on there. And I'm telling Jack, you need to come with me. You don't want to slave here with us. This is the shittiest place to live. We don't want to ever come back here. Body, you're skinning hot. You come with me. Right. <laughs> fat women. Fat right. women with dogs. Well, they're going to... They're going to go back and get you to the hospital and get you looked at. Okay. And while you're getting looked at, they mount up a posse and take off. Shit. So, um, so let me think. What would happen? <laughs> I know what would happen. I'd get my wooden goal. All right. Yeah, you, you go home. We'll, we'll count this as, as the end of the game. But here's what happens. The sheriff and his men will come back, and what they will say is is that they found this strange burrow under this tree and um, that they found a network of tunnels that went all over the place to the cemetery underneath the cemetery and various graves here and there to the graves of these women that were killed and uh, the, the bodies have been eaten. Now, the sheriff doesn't officially make a report of that, but he tells you that. And he's just completely, like, shaken up. Doesn't know what was there. But apparently whatever was there abandoned it after its confrontation with you guys. That's in Seattle. So that's what he tells you. That's what they found. Whatever it was, whatever you saw was eating the bodies of these people that had died. Yeah, I'm not making a report of that either. Yeah. I have for everybody. And they found, they found the big dog tracks, and then they found these other tracks that were not dog tracks. They were huge. You figured it's what you, what you saw down there. And that's where we'll wrap it up. <laughs> so that's how it ends. <laughs> that was a lot of fun. I enjoyed that immensely. Cars are bad. <laughs> <laughs> that's awesome. Yeah, that's how it ends. <laughs>